Hey, I'm Gianni DiCenzo. I play Dimitri on Cobra Kai, and we hang out all the time. Give each other hand jobs on Below the Belt. They made me say that. <laughs> <laughs> the Below the Belt show is closed caption for the hearing impaired. It is now time for the Bad Boys of Baltimore. Pips up. Goes down. That's right, guys. It's time for another 2021 episode of BTB Below the Belt. Show.com is the place to be. Each and every Wednesday, I'm your host, Al Soto, a.k.a. Celebrity Soto, your host with the most here for your weekly pleasure. Let's go ahead and introduce a panel that shows no mercy. (laughs) (laughs) Starting with that's right. He is the one and only. He is back. On BTB Airwaves, although he did participate in the interviews last week. He is the king of the 80s, the demotivational speaker, the one and the only Chachi McFly. That's right. He's back from the Rona. <laughs> Are you from announcing the, it? I'm Are you announcing it. You're from announcing the Rona? it on BTB. Whoa. Now that I'm better, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so how, bad, how bad did it hit you? I mean, it's it's definitely something that nobody wants. You know, like, I, I've had worse flus in my life, but... They usually are over worse flus than that. Well, I'm saying worse flus, like where you just feel sick, but then two days later you're done. Okay. This you feel sick, but it's like dragged out from like a, for like a week and a half. And it was a week probably, and a half for you? Okay. Yeah, that's probably like the worst part about it. Just like the fatigue and like you don't feel like getting out of bed and doing anything and like, and it's kind of like um, I don't know. Like, like you ever go to like Chili's and order the sampler where you get like the different appetizers all together. It's kind of what for me COVID was like, where you'll get a little bit of sample for for everything that could go wrong with you. And like, it has the same physical effects as going to Chili's for the sampler. It, it might, it might, yeah. Yeah, you know, you, you can get um, um, gastrointestinal issues from eating Chili's food, and that's actually one of the odder symptoms of of COVID. Is, is... Yeah, well, luckily I didn't have any of that. I just had like, you okay, know, good. like fatigue. Um, you know, temporary fever. smell, fever, chills. Um, oh, it, so you so you did lose your sense of smell. How about your taste? Never lost that. But lost lost like twenty pounds like within the time period. Just had no appetite at all for like yeah. a week and a half. Um, well, well, you're you're looking slender these days. So yeah, so I'm gonna try <laughs> so to keep it off now. <laughs> so um, that's just the yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, the thing that came out of it. You know, yeah. but. But yeah, I mean last last week I did this interview. I did the interview last week, and like I barely made yeah. it through. Like, I just had no energy. And after the interview, I just logged off and went to bed. Like it's it's just crazy not having energy. But then like you know once you're better, um, you feel a lot better. But like I, I've 
tell everybody I can, like, if you travel, which I did, and I don't know if I got it from my trip or after my trip, but, like, just always try to get tested before you start seeing family and friends and stuff. And then Absolutely. I, didn't, I didn't think Absolutely. I even had it. When I got tested on Wednesday, I didn't think I had it. And I didn't really, I, I had some symptoms, which I thought, but I didn't have like loss of smell or loss of taste or nothing like that. So I thought maybe I just had like a regular bug. But then towards like after I got tested, I get the results back and I started feeling sick after that. So mm-hmm. like you might think you feel fine to go visit people after your trip, but you might, you might be sick. Well, I'm yeah. glad that you did that because you were going to get tested regardless of whether you felt sick anyway. So that was uh, – And I always do when I come back from yeah. a trip. I get tested just before I start seeing people. Just and aren't sure. you glad you did? Yeah. I, of, but, course, I mean, of course. Of course. Yeah. But so – I'm feeling like back to pretty close to 100%. Are you 99% or 100% now? Or are you I, mean, getting... I, get, I get retested and I'm negative now. So Good. It's a great, great feeling. Yeah. So, so Chachi didn't want to miss our interview with Dimitri. Yeah, uh, that's Johnny Desenzo. And I like, uh, I like shit, though, during the whole interview. Like, <laughs> like, was it Dimitri? I thought it was Hawk. You guys interviewed. That was no, we interviewed Hawk as well. Monday. And that was right before I started feeling sick is when yeah. I interviewed him. But I, I would like to introduce the rest of the panel because yeah, I got yes. sidetracked. Um, that's right. He is the man with a calming presence. <laughs> he is the fan favorite and the Persian prince of pop culture. He is the one and the only Mike the General Zod. Yeah, it is good to be here. I feel like I haven't talked to you guys in a long time, like probably like Since a month or so. Since the Christmas show, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, well, we took a little break after Christmas, yeah. so so it's good to have you back. Yeah. Um, and then it's, last... That was a fun show, wasn't it? It was, it was so much fun. And that's but, why I'm in, that's why I'm in the basement now, so I don't have to continuously look behind uh, <laughs> look yes. at my back door. Well, yeah, that was so funny watching him, yes. Yeah. <laughs> let's introduce um, our final panelist. She is an amazing cosplayer. She has like the most kick-ass cosplays of any hero, villainess from DC, oh, yeah. Marvel, and any <laughs> fan that you can think of. She yeah, was they're sexy, the most, but yeah, they're still creative. Yes. Yeah. Very <laughs> sexy. Girls, yes. See these girls walk around like I'm a sexy cat, and they put cat ears and that's in like a slutty outfit. And that's it. <laughs> these are actually these are actually creative costumes. You're like, wow, I know that. It looks just like uh, from a movie or TV show. Oh no, this is the real deal with Anna B. Anna B. The Latina pronunciation. Um, like, good to have you back on BTB. Yay! I'm you're, excited you're, to be back. <laughs> yes, you're a part of our one of our Christmas shows, and uh, as General has mentioned, during the Christmas shows, we like to get a little, you know, a little drink on, you know, a little, <laughs> little alcohol to ease the nerves and the holiday stress. And, and General, you mentioned that you're in the basement, <laughs> um, which because our our one of our Christmas shows, Anna, you weren't on, but our final Christmas show, we had the lovely Sarah Bentman, and um, she got so drunk off whatever she was drinking. And this was after she, the show, right? This after yeah, the show she, ended. She gave us a little show. Uh, the oh, the wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, you can, if you'd like, you you can pour yourself a glass of whiskey if you want. We're not going to judge. <laughs> We're not yeah, going to we judge. We don't judge. It's like, it's like Planet Fitness. It's a judge-free zone on here. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know that was my favorite drink? <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Oh, okay. All right. Anna, but you don't have a OnlyFans account, do you? No, I don't. I joke joke about that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, if you want to start one, we can start one tonight on Blow the Belt Show. Yeah. (laughs) I do do need some pointers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you can model however you want. We'll do screenshots. Uh, Well, well, Anna, I've had one. I've had one for about a year and a half now, and um, he actually actually owes him money. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the big problem is like, Explaining I don't, I don't know wife? where people get money from, you know, <laughs> sending out emails being like, see my OnlyFans. And then I, and then I talk to them about comic books and P and my subscribers just drop. Like, oh, there you go. Uh, well, General, since you're you're dropping your account, can you um you know help Anna with her um account and you know set it <laughs> up? But then you'd have to explain to your wife. Well, what would you tell your wife? Um, I, it's just like a business venture, I guess. Uh, <laughs> OnlyFans, yeah. like, like a sports. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a sports, yeah. It's a sports <laughs> site. Which you makes me wonder. Baseball. Which makes me wonder how it shows up on a transaction. Yeah, to be honest. Look at General. He's just a big sports fan. You look at him. You can just tell. Like he's just <laughs> yeah. like. He's watching the Ravens game, getting all drunk, like like you know, beating his wife. Like, you just tell it's like he's just a typical, this is a typical sports fan. Look at him. Oh, there's so many holes in my drywall from the, from last Saturday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, no. Well, we got an incredible. He's, he's just so calm. Can you just see General getting angry over like a football game? Well, he's a man no, with like, a calming presence. That's, he is that's, very calming. Is yeah, very calming. very calming. I mean, that's like so accurate. Um. Well, I'm, I'm sure you're even more calm, General. Um, I'm, I'm just still scared about his, his OnlyFans page. I mean, that's got to be like <laughs> opposite of Bagra, I think. <laughs> you know, there was, a, there was a pretty recently, there was an article in the Times about OnlyFans and about how something like, I guess like most like internet economy things, it's only like the top like three or 4% that actually see any of the money. Okay. And like most of them only make like a couple hundred bucks for a whole year. Really, wow. it's actually pretty a, a pretty depressing article because they had, like all these like you little. You have to be in the top percentage to make yeah, like a Bella Thorne. Yeah. She got in some controversy because she was charging ridiculous amounts for yeah. exclusive content where she claimed to be new and she wasn't, and that's gotta kill your ego. Just just getting naked for a whole year, making like two hundred bucks. Yeah. Like. <laughs> that's that's why you I know... give it out for free. Okay, there you go. You're you're uh, you're I'm, very um humble. I'm, no. I'm very philanthropic. Yeah. <laughs> what can I say? So uh, happy to announce, guys, this week we have another celebrity guest from our favorite Netflix show, Cobra Kai. We actually had this actress on back in 2018 to promote season one, then on YouTube Premium. And we're so glad to have her back, guys. She's the lovely and talented Hannah Keppel, who plays Moon. Um, she's been in all yeah. three seasons of Cobra Kai. She's going to be joining us on Below the Belt show. She's had uh, a very interesting arc in in, in all seasons. Um, for, from seasons one and then two, she had that you know that girl uh, lesbian possible uh, relationship, and then uh, she had that relationship with Hawk in season one. Impossible. It was a lesbian relationship. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. So, so, so do do significant things happen to her character in season three? I'm only two episodes in this okay. season three. Honestly, you're only in uh, three episodes in, but she does have some great moments. And uh, we're going to talk to um, the one and only Hannah Keppel, um, who plays Moon, uh, about all those moments in season she three. She actually has a threesome with Danielson and um, <laughs> no, Johnny. And Johnny. No. Not with Danielson and Amanda? No, Johnny. Oh, jeez, that's so inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, it is. 
<laughs> All right. Well, before we get into everything going on, I'm just trying on, to throw them off since they haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I know. I know. Like you say, everybody dies in the end yeah, of yeah. in the end of uh, the boys, which I I was late to the the party, but I do have some news in the boys. We'll get to that in a minute. But... Everybody died at the very end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But guys, before we go into everything entertainment, I'd be remiss if we didn't start the show by saying we do have a new president, guys. <laughs> Yay! Joe really? Biden. Yes, the 46th president. I haven't States. heard. Yes. I'm, I'm a little I'm a little disappointed, though, because I was expecting from everything I read, I like to go to all sorts of different parts of the Internet. From everything I read, there was supposed to be some mass arrest today where like they were the military was supposed yeah. to surround the uh, and finally get rid of all those pedophile Democrats. And, you know, <laughs> you told me this and I feel so let down. <laughs> Clearly that didn't happen because Bill Clinton was president. No, so. too soon, too soon. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I'm just basing it on that uh, Epstein documentary and he was on the yeah. yeah. But like, but Nothing like that more was, than that, guys. That was like a for real thing that people who like follow QAnon were believing literally until like 1130 this morning. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and they thought it was going to happen. Like they were saying that there was going to be some kind of like force military tribunal that we were all going to have to watch. It was going to be displayed on every channel on television. <laughs> and that would lead to a public execution of. And, they, and the one thing that I find most funny, how quickly most of those people turned on Mike Pence like so fast and like uh because he was like someone who was like who was like a total toady to to trump like you know all four years mm. and thinking that that was gonna gain him some like credibility and probably you know boost him up so he'd have his own presidential run eventually but pretty much the entire wingnut side of the republican party completely like uh turned their back on him and... Uh, yeah, saying uh, hang Mike uh, Mike Pence is definitely not uh, uh, words of support and encouragement. <laughs> yeah, because so, uh, all, um, all the all the QAnon stuff specifically mentioned, along with getting Obama and Clinton, getting Mike Pence, <laughs> like all of them, all uh, the ones that all, I saw. All together, wow. Yeah. Well, at least Mike Pence um, had the balls or the um, the dignity to show up at the inauguration. Um, so I respect uh, Mike Pence for that. Mm -hmm. um, of course, um, Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, Obama were all there. Conspicuous by his absence is Donald Trump. Good Donald Trump, uh, he got on his jet. We, we knew it. that was going to happen. And yeah, and it, if you remember, um, who was it? It was um, <laughs> when Obama took um, for the inauguration, and Obama actually bashed Bush during his inauguration speech. So sometimes it's not it's good not to be there if you think you're going to get bashed by the incoming administration yeah yeah but, but, I, but it's I, I still it's still pretty graceless i mean like you well, know but obama i mean um trump did leave um um did leave no. uh, biden a letter note yes, it probably just says fuck you i won no 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 <laughs> that's probably I, I, what I read, it no said. i read an article that Joe biden, biden did say it was very gracious it was gracious oh it was he, he said he, he said, wasn't yeah. ready to share the details of a letter because he hasn't spoken with with uh, trump yet uh, as far as what you know he could disclose or not he wanted to make sure that he could disclose certain things and that that's you know a classy move on on joe's part you know um and trust me hillary and trump were never friends after after their um mm -hmm. He had, he had a contest, so it's not like, you know, Trump is going to be better or worse than what Hillary was. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Also, conspicuous by his absence was uh, President Jimmy Carter, but he is 96 years old. Um, and uh, with a pandemic, I can understand. He's apparently why. he's apparently now the oldest, uh, the longest living president in history. Ever. Yeah, amazing. And yeah. I don't I don't really care if you like to, uh, uh, you know, because for me I love Reagan, but mm-hmm. I have a, a much respect for Carter, you know, and. Uh, not not even what he did during president, but what he did after being president with all his Habitat for Humanity and stuff. And yeah, actually, no. meet, meet um, Carter a few years back, and he still teaches Sunday school at his age, you know. And you can go there and see him. Um, not during the pandemic now, but like during regular times, he'll go and talk about being a Christian while being president and stuff. And you can get a, a photo op with with um, Carter. And you like, have a photo op with two U.S. presidents. And, 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 and when I saw him, he had like a broken arm. He like yeah. fell and like um, broke his arm and still showed up for Sunday school, which wow. I mean, he still does that kind of wow. stuff. He like gets like a black eye and falls. And he'll come and still do Habitat for Humanity, even so at his age. So anybody that age and still wants to give back to people, uh, I definitely my heart goes out to him. Yeah. And like, you got to commend uh, President Biden uh, on his speech. He had, had a great uh, opening speech. Uh, I thought that was was really great. But uh, this is a this is an entertainment show. So let's talk about some of the entertainment aspects of the um um, inauguration. Um, Jennifer Lopez, J Lo, uh, Lady Gaga were uh, were two of the superstars, um, and also Garth Brooks. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just teasing. No, Garth Brooks did it. He did a decent job, but I I really thought he was a little pitchy on parts of. Uh, oh really? Do you guys Do you guys remember speaking and of I Garth think, Brooks? Do you guys think, remember Chris Gaines? Like, do you know who Chris? Yes. Gaines is? Yes. <laughs> that was his rock persona he did like yeah oh okay he did a rock persona yes yes well it, i i think he should have opened up and and they should have saved gaga to i know it's not a concert where you have a headliner but gaga just started the inauguration so so great didn't she Anna? did did you like uh lady gaga's performance me oh yeah, yeah. i i did yeah. yeah you had something interesting to say about her attire didn't you oh that was my sister yeah, well, what, what was it about her attire that you love? So she comes out and then she has like the little, like I think it's like a little bird or something, like yeah. gold. So my sister was like, "Oh my God, it's like Hunger Games." And then yeah, she had the little, yes. the little pennant or whatever the yes. uh, on her shirt. It, it did look like that, you know. So my maybe... sister, so my sister captioned it. Uh, May the odds be oh, ever in your favor. Your favor. <laughs> and everybody got it. Everybody got it. It was hilarious. Yeah. Gaga was amazing. J Lo was great. Uh, su- supposedly Bill Clinton was checking out uh, J Lo for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think I saw a meme or something. I don't <laughs> but she would uh, have to be a little younger, to be honest. <laughs> I think he'd make an exception with J Lo, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then um, tonight there's a special that's going on right now with uh, hosted by Tom Hanks, which will include performances by. John Bon Jovi, Justin Timberlake, Demi Lovato, and Clemens. So that's going right now. So I'll have to watch that one later. Inauguration celebration. Okay, don't, watch don't watch it now. I won't watch it now. I'm going to yeah. try to host the show, guys. All right, all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, uh, Trump uh, has flown uh, back to Mar-a-Lago. Um, and he's, he had some you know, encouraging words. He says... I, I just want to say you are amazing people. This is a great, great country. It's my greatest honor and privilege to have been your president. I will always fight for you. I will be watching. I will be listening. And 
I will tell you that the future of this country has never been better. Okay. I wish the new administration great luck and great success. They have the foundation to do something very spectacular. <laughs> yeah, and I like I was sick last week, and I heard like this mm-hmm. um, the, sh- the show from last week, and a couple of co-hosts making like kind of dumb comments, saying like Trump. He's, come on now, There's saying saying Trump is the most hated hated person in America, all this kind of stuff. First of all, okay, I don't care if you hate Trump or you love Trump. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people who do love him, and a lot of people. He actually got more votes as a sitting president than anybody else in history. You know. Um, more, more than Obama, more than um, even more of us than Hillary got. So to say he's the most hated man, maybe he's hated. I think politics, it's like whatever you watch is what you're gonna you're gonna they think is going on. Like if you watch the news broadcast to hate Trump, you're gonna be like, oh, everybody hates Trump. If you're gonna well, watch I the mean, broadcast, well, you think you think that's still the case after he incited an insurrection. That's that's the thing, Chachi. I think they the thick I wouldn't say their comments were stupid, Chachi. Yeah. I definitely hold Big Nick and, and Jesse uh, Jesse's comments to the highest regard. But I would say that um, I think they were very partisan comments. Well, they were partisan, but 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 you know, I think it really has to do with the, the recent insurrection. Um, yeah, because yeah, that's yes. that's that's and it also has indes- to do, indefensible. I'm sorry, it is. It really is. And, and I think I think if you assume that he that he was uh, is that was what he wanted and maybe you would think that well he did he was pretty derelict in i don't know when you say as... fight like hell i, I don't yeah. know how... <laughs> so I don't... i'm gonna like, let you like... guys finish i'm gonna let you guys finish but i just wanted to say that i was so happy to see the first black female vice president in yes. the united states okay. like that just go. that there was for go. me like growing up as a like a latina and like you didn't see that when you were growing up, so I, I, th- I don't know. I really like seeing. That's good. That, 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 that was, was history. That was very historical, Anna. Of course, um, yeah. she is of South Asian descent. Uh, her mother was Indian. Her father was African American. Was Jamaican, right? Or was it was he Dominican Republic? Okay. I thought he was Jamaican. I thought. Okay. Jamaican. Um, okay, Jamaican, but still Afro-Jamaican, so they still yeah, I, yeah. identify as as black. Um, so. I think that's fantastic, you know, but that's a very good point, Anna. Like, um, you know, generations, you know, younger than us, um, you know, this won't be a surprise or shock, you know, yeah. seeing mm-hmm. this. And, and this, this might uh, set, um, you know, pave the way for future uh, female leaders um, in our country. So um, that was good. Um, but, um, but, yeah, but, but my point is, like, OK, so people are going to be upset today or people are going to be real excited today. But. You should not live your life um, depending on no matter who the president is to make yourself miserable. And I, I know people did it during Obama who did not like Obama. People did it. That's four years definitely during Trump who did not like Trump. If you're upset every day and, and you're angry and stuff like that, you're not living your life because half of your whole entire life is going to be presumably the other party is going to be in power. Mm-hmm. So then, so the half of your life you're going to be miserable. And that's no. I, mean, I think people who are just off the rails with Trump and the same with people who are off the rails with um, Obama, you know? So like if you end up in the hospital tomorrow and, and you're dying, you know, you probably won't get visited by Trump or Biden, either one, but you're probably going to be around family and friends that you may have cut off in the past four years of the past, you know, um, 16 years because they had a different political view than you. So just definitely like look at what's important in life, you know, look at you're not going to agree with people, but, you know, you can still be friends with people and like um, 
you know, in family and, and get along, you know, without having to vote for the same candidate. Okay, completely that's a, fair. That's completely a, fair. That, that, that is a good way to put it. I mean, and it's also, you know, for your average person, like, you know, I personally believe that uh, there are certain things that Mr. Trump needs to be held accountable for. And uh, but it's not my job to have him be accountable for them. There are people whose jobs that is to do. And I hope they they do it as their duty. But it's I mean, the good thing is, is that like, you know, I don't have to. I'm actually really hoping that I won't, you know, pick up, uh, pick up the, um, you know, go into uh, the the news tomorrow and see it entirely about Trump. I'm actually pretty excited about that. Like I want to read about individual bills, for instance, that are going through Congress as opposed to reading about Trump, what something Trump tweeted. I want. I don't want to be. Even though they're entertaining as hell, I don't want to be reading about <laughs> QAnon. And it's like I don't want to hear about Trump too. Yeah, I don't want. General, I know you're a secret fan of the QAnon shaman, the Viking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, my friend Elise thinks he's hot, which is. Uh... Was he was he part of QAnon? That idiot. Was he was he actually part of QAnon? Probably. Yeah, he, they Probably called him the QAnon was. shaman. Yeah. Okay. Oh, really? That's uh, what he dubbed himself. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a of, there's a lot of dumb people out there. <laughs> so impeachment is, is not the only thing um, Trump could have uh, faced uh, after he's he he has left the office, as you know. A trial is next, but uh, SAG-AFTRA announced that they will hold a disciplinary hearing against Trump. Uh, where is he, he a member face, of SAG? He he could. Oh yes, he's a member of SAG. Where he could oh I guess expulsion. from his. Stuff Hold at on. home alone. Okay, sorry. That's what I was getting at. Um, where he could face expulsion from the Screen Actors Guild. And yes, Home Alone is one of those roles. It's Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. And Macaulay Culkin was actually very vocal about it. Because um, there are a lot of people that think that his cameo should be removed from future, I guess, broadcasts of Home Alone 2. I did hear about that. Yes, yes. So, um... He um, said he was sold on the petition to remove Trump, saying bravo to another user who edited the president out. Um, Chris Columbus, the director, said that Trump bullied his way into the movie um, because that was um, kind of an agreement for them to shoot at his hotel. Um, when they screened the movie for the first time, people cheered because you know this was a film from 1992 when um, he was I guess, still. He was still like, I won't say beloved, I but he was known he, for WrestleMania. <laughs> was he already? Did he already do wrestling by then? I thought he yeah, was he, just known for being the real estate guy with like the. Well, board he game. was, but he did WrestleMania four and five, I believe. Chachi, he did. No, he, I can't remember the number. Uh, which WrestleMania? Yeah, it specifically, but he did two back-to-back WrestleManias at at his uh, Atlantic City uh, resort, and that <laughs> was the '90s. So I don't know. Um. I mean, I mean uh, you know, it, it's a movie from what 1992. Yes. Yeah. Just, just watch the fucking movie. Like, it, it's, it's like a, it's like a three second cameo. I mean, really, are, you're getting upset over Home Alone two. Anyway. That's a good point. Like, like Naked Gun, for instance, did not remove um, OJ Simpson. Simpson. Yeah. yeah. Like, killed people. He he killed people. They still, they yeah. still, they still show Cosby Show reruns. They still yeah. show yeah. that. Yeah. I, I don't like all that when you start editing stuff and like banning mm. stuff. It's like. Yeah. It's like it's like yeah. you know what you have a real control. It's fast forward through it if you if you can't stand it that much. 
It's right. really quick. It's not like you're cutting out Macaulay Culkin out of the movie. It's like well, there is the only, like the, only, the, only, the only way that I could see this as being anything but punitive is if this stops. Um, and it's not like he needs the money, but if this stops Mr. Trump from getting royalties every time it's shown. Yeah. Does that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's the expulsion from SAG-AFTRA would result in that. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> But you know, I I I, I, think I, it sounds, I think it sounds petty. Like I, I agree. yeah, I definitely agree with that because I mean, this is you know, they would have to like erase everything for 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 uh, you know the I mean that '70s show they'd have to remove Danny Masterson you know because mm-hmm. he's now accused of rape so they they can't do that for every episode of that '70s show so um anyways guys let's move on um movie news um wow Wonder Woman dethroned at the tops of top of the box office. Liam Neeson's film Honest Thief um, uh, topped the the box office, um, so that's the number one film. But you seen that yet, Chach? Yes. Yeah, I knew it. Chachi always gets to the movie <laughs> to see the theaters. Well, there's like uh, there's like theaters. been three movies out in the past three. Months. I know, like, but we can always rely on you to see them. Which yes, is great. yes. Wonder Woman 1984. I saw from the comfort of my own home. By the way, you could, you only have until January 24th to watch it on HBO Max before it is gone for not forever but it'll be gone for a while no if you want to talk about cutting stuff out of a movie start start by cutting stuff out of wonder woman 84 oh come on <laughs> because now. you can there's a lot of stuff you can cut out to make that movie a lot well better. we did discuss this last week and a lot oh, of us... what did you see it in general <laughs> yeah yeah i saw it i actually saw it christmas I, I saw it the day after christmas and oh, the comfort of your own home though and yeah it? yeah i did and i gotta say i mean i didn't hate it but I liked the first one a lot more than the second yeah. one. And um, I was a little disappointed, which is a bummer. I liked Lion's role in it. He was, he was, Lion. He go, for, go, go, Cal Drogo, the DMV. Yeah. I thought, I thought, I thought the acting was great um, in, in mm-hmm. there, at, of course, but I thought the storyline, the writing was, just, I thought was horrible for most of the whole movie. Like, wow. okay. and I was real excited about it taking place in 84, but, they barely showed anything from the 80s, except for, like, I thought that the 80s mall was awesome, but I think they blew their whole entire 80s budget on the mall. And that's why they filmed in D.C. That way they could show the rest of D.C. and not have to show the 80s. Hey, because... they, showed, they showed Commander Salamander, the uh, legendary record store that's in... It's where uh... you used to buy your Doc Martens, right? <laughs> what, what, in the mall? Well, it wasn't in the mall, but it was in Georgetown, it, wasn't it? In okay. Georgetown, yeah. But I think so. most of the scenes by showing like the Washington Monument stuff, that stuff's going to be the same. No matter what year, over hundred years, no matter yeah. what decades. I think they shot a lot of the DC area to avoid having to make it 80s. But yeah, that's the whole thing with the stone. I thought was stupid and like making a wish, and then that wish will give the. Um, I think it might would have been person something else. <laughs> It, it works if it if it flowed better writing wise. I mean, it it is it, a very cool concept. But we talked about it last week, how Diana's wish was kind of uh, on a gray area of of kind of rape rape rape, rape by the de- <laughs> yeah. by, by deception. Yeah. You think about it, she implanted um, Steve's um, soul into a stranger's body. Yeah. And uh, you know so, they were showing. So doesn't that together, guy? So. Doesn't that guy wonder what happened for like the past like two weeks or so no, or he, whatever? He didn't, he didn't act any kind of uh, at the end of the movie. He didn't act murdered or nothing like that. Like yeah. where the hell? Where the hell have I been for the past like month? Yeah. You know? What? Why is this receipt for like Egypt in my pocket? Like right. right. You know. Yeah. And then and then them stealing like 
them stealing the jet from the Smithsonian because somehow the Smithsonian just has like jets like Apple's filled with fuel, fuel ready to go right? across the whole <laughs> Atlantic, and and somehow he he that even though he has like World World War One um, flight experience, somehow he can fly this jet that was from decades later, yeah, and be able to fly it fine and like. Well, I mean, I, you know, I'm sure it's a similar technology. Right no, it's now. really not. It's not. No, no. Like it's like, you know, and, and then and then why not just bring him back? Why not just bring him back he from the past? Guess, and have he him guess on some of the. Uh, why can't he just bring know. bring himself back from the past and just have it be him instead of having him? It like, could have just been a multiverse thing, but they didn't. They're, they're going to somebody else's body. They're they're, sa- they're saving that for Flashpoint. They could have had all the time travel stuff. Brought him back. Flashpoint decided to do this weird way, but anyways, so why, uh, why at the very uh, end, like everybody had to renounce their wish and everybody in the world did it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's like saying everybody, everybody voted for like something um, bad when they had their chance to like make a wish. I mean, everybody wished for something bad when they had to make their chance to make a wish. Yeah, like, you could have wished to win the lottery. Why didn't anyone? Wished, well, you could have yeah. wished to cure your, your cancer. Right. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to renounce that. You yeah. Like, and like somebody said, like you could you could have wished for that guy who like is on the TV screen telling you to make wishes. You could have wished for him to die. Somebody had a wish for him to die, right? Out of all the <laughs> just statistically speaking, somebody had a wish for him to die. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of yeah. variables involved. It's a lot of and... lot of plot holes. Like it's. Yeah. It, I mean, Anna, did you feel that way about? Did you feel it was a little convoluted, or do you do you feel that it was a, a, a you know pretty straightforward? Oh no, I thought it was pretty straightforward. No, I'm just kidding. No, I. I, yeah, did you have any was, issues with was, it? I did, yeah. Uh, I did, yeah. Right. It was it was hilarious to see the the commentary of everybody else about it so, yeah. online. I, I support it because it's a DC um, made and played movie, and uh, it starred some friends of mine. So I'm I'm you know, and I and I worked on it as well as a background actor. So I'm happy to be a part of it, guys. Um, yeah, it just could have really been a better. I'm, I'm surprised that script got approved. I don't know why that script was approved. Yeah, maybe maybe uh, Al Soto should have been uh, had a better billing. But anyways, guys, <laughs> uh, the crew. That's what that that's what that film needed. That would have saved. That, that, yeah, that would have saved. Of, it, yeah, Thank that would have gotten rid of all of the logical plot holes. That's what, and, people, that's what somebody should have wished in that movie. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> that would have been. Thank you. So you finally watched my episode of Servant. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Crudes, News of the World, and Monster Hunter are the third, fourth, and fifth films, guys. Um, moving on. So um, some shifts uh, with uh, movie schedule uh, releases um, coming up. Um, so one of them is uh, The Many Saints of Newark, which is the uh, Sopranos prequel movie, not series. Uh, will now um, be released in September of 2021. Um, that's something to look forward to. Also, Godzilla vs. Kong will actually move be moved up from May to March of this year. So that's interesting, um, because it is a but it is a Warner Brothers film. It will probably get the HBO Max slash theater release. The same, oh, okay. Okay. yes, the same as Wonder Woman. Um, Big news on Marvel, guys. Chris Evans is uh, reportedly uh, returning to his role as Captain America. Really? So they did oh, they yes. did they confirm that? Because the last so, I heard, they uh, he he had refuted that. Well, so Marvel has not commented on Evans returning. So we we might have to take this one as a grain of, uh, with a grain of salt. Although it was featured in ComicBook.com and a lot of their articles, um, I feel are credible. Um, they might have gotten some great. Uh, um, sources on that one. Okay, but so it, it's not talks to suit up once again, and it's unknown 
whether or not the deal between Evans and Marvel Studios has closed yet, but he's expected to return at least one Marvel property with the deal um, having the, the door left open for him to appear in a movie later. So, and of course, there's always the um, Disney Plus um, series as well. So, well, is that is that what? So, I'm assuming Marvel property means it could be a series. It could be. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be a movie. Like yes. we're never, we're probably never going to see a branded Captain America movie again. Probably yes, not. yes, but um, it might be in flashback scenes because I guess. The, well, I know that the multiverse will bring all kinds of craziness, but mm-hmm. the Captain America that we know now is aged, what, 80 to 90? Yeah. So <clears throat> will he be reprising his role as old Cap, or will he be the studly uh, Captain America? Well, I read, you know, there's oh. this uh, there is this uh, site that's mostly bullshit. It's called WeGotThisCovered.com. That's, that's a lot of bullshit in that. Yeah. I, I yeah. <laughs> I've seen that before. They said something about Michonne returning on Walking Dead, and that was completely yeah. Yeah, so but, they, but sometimes they, their articles are kind yeah. of entertaining just for their, like, you know, fanboy speculation. Yeah, and it's all speculation in the, in the, on they, the site. They had one I read today that Chris Evans is agreeing to return, and it's for a secret project where it's going to, it's actually supposed to be the first Wolverine solo movie, <laughs> and it's going to be Wolverine fighting Cap. <laughs> and, like, and I thought what? that was... Oh, that will be awesome. <laughs> Yeah, that would be that would be but, awesome, but that is so not going to happen. Right. <laughs> and, and I think it's going to be a while before they put um, Wolverine back on the big screen because they're going to have to replace Hugh Jackman. Yeah, and uh, to pay respects, I think they they need to wait a little while before they bring on a new Wolverine. In my opinion, um, yeah, but this is really it's be exciting. Hard to beat him, I think. Yeah, I know. But, you know, the, the original Wolverine for the comic books in general, you know this, he was a short guy, right? Mm-hmm. He was like, and, and Jackman's like six foot. Yeah. And, Wolverine's um, supposed to be five foot three in the comics, yeah. although nobody really and nobody he was really Canadian, and yeah, he Jackman's won't be, Australian. He won't be five foot three uh, <laughs> in, in the movie, no. If they want to stay, you know, true to the source material, they they, they can. They, they could. Who are they going to pick Kevin Hart? <laughs> Who the hell else is going to be that size? I, I, they could pick Elijah Wood. I mean, there's just so many options. Honestly, I, I might watch it with Kevin Hart, honestly. Yeah, that, that would be pretty awesome. <laughs> now, this is exciting because we talked about how Deadpool is in the MCU now. He's one of the few um, Marvel Fox uh, characters to officially be brought on. But this is the first um, Marvel TV, Netflix TV um, actors that apparently is now going to be in the MCU. It's Charlie Cox. Who played yes. Daredevil? Apparently, uh, he um, had been seen on set of Spider-Man Three, shooting in New York. He might be playing his role as Matt Murdock, um, his his alter ego as, as the lawyer. Um, but um, yeah, this will be um, Daredevil's first appearance in the MCU, alongside Peter Parker in a joint production with Sony Pictures. Um, mm-hmm. Which is really exciting because a lot of people love um, a lot of those Netflix characters. I know that John Bernthal's Punisher gets a lot of love. I know that Jessica Jones, you know, um, people love her. Um, and rumored that she'd be appearing in She-Hulk, but that hasn't been uh, confirmed. But, uh, yeah, I'm really excited to see where they go. I mean, uh, Kevin Feige has now uh, now has all the Marvel characters at his disposal. 
So he has he has all except for a couple. Okay, what but, are the what are the ones that he? Well, the uh, I think the whole idea. There's one character, Prince Namor, the Submariner. That oh, I really? Don't I See. don't think they have the uh, that Disney has the rights to. See, I think interesting. It, and this is why we need General on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's actually, if you read the comics, he's actually a pretty major character in Marvel comics. Like he shows up yes. like all the time. Wait, who's what's his name? Namor. Prince Prince Namor. He's been a member. I've never heard of him he's, in my life. He's, he's actually he's he, he's like Aquaman, he? yeah. but he's like uh, but he but he was a member of the Avengers, the or Defenders, the and the X Men. <laughs> so it's or the like, Duke from the Boys, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is also an Aquaman ripoff. Um, what else we got? Um, okay, so Warner Brothers uh, has set a Willy Wonka prequel, interesting, called Wonka, to be released in March of 2023. And Paddington director Paul King will direct the movie. Interesting that they want to bring a, um, a Wonka. And I think with today's special effects, I think that'll be amazing. Obviously, they did the one with Johnny Depp, which was great. But that was, will... that's that's like 20 years ago, isn't it? The Johnny yeah, so, Depp one. So this one that will be already really. Yeah, yeah. but this will be Jesus. young Wonka. So that would be good. Maybe to like see. him starting his chocolate factory. Exactly. That could be kind of yeah. cool. So is this based on one of the books? Um. Let's see. Um, well, uh, Simon Rich wrote The Secret Life of Pets is handling the screenplay. Okay, so maybe it, there's no source material. Um, Courtney Valenti and John Gonda are overseeing Wonka. Um, so I don't know. It doesn't allude here whether it was based on a source material yep. novel or not. But um, we'll just have to wait and see. Huge movie coming up. Uh, Robert De Niro, Mike Myers, Chris Rock, and Hollywood's newest it girl, Anya Taylor-Joy. I love mm-hmm. her. Saw Queen's Gambit. She was great in The New Mutants. She was great in Split. Um, I work with her in Split, actually. Um, you can check it out. Um, it's David O. Russell's untitled film. So there's no title for this film yet. But uh, Timothy Oliphant's in it. He did great on The Mandalorian. He was the uh, person that stole Boba Fett's armor. <laughs> Uh, Michael Shannon and David O. Russell loves he makes a lot of these like ensemble movies. Yes, yes, he does. And this is just the cast that's joining already attaches Margot Robbie and Michael B. Jordan and John David Washington. My God, this is insane. I mean, I just named like A-list actors earlier. Mm -hmm. And then now I'm just realizing this is the same movie with Christian Bale, Margot Robbie Michael B. Jordan and John David Washington, and now they're adding Robert De Niro, Chris Rock, and Honor Taylor Joy. This is insane. This is an insane film. Um, you know, he did American Hustle, Joy, Silver Linings Playbook, uh, The Fighter. Um, but yeah, an untitled um, film that is pretty much under the wraps right now. Um, also, another big movie uh, called The Twelve Mighty Orphans uh, stars Martin Sheen, Luke Wilson, Vanessa Sean, Robert Duvall. And uh, Martin Sheen and um, Robert Duvall have not shared a screen together since Apocalypse Now. So this is like the reunion of Apocalypse Now. This is the 1979 Francis Ford Coppola (laughs) uh, film. So that's kind of cool. So that's pretty cool. Um, We also have a musical that's being adapted called Matilda. uh, Is that based on the book? Um, it's like a, it was a children's book, and I think yes. they made a movie with like Correct. 
Danny DeVito. And then, and then it went to, to and then it went to Broadway. And then now it's going to be a live action film. And uh, Emma Thompson will be playing Miss Trunchbull. Uh, Lashana Lynch uh, will be playing Miss Honey. So um, also Sia, songwriter, singer extraordinaire, will be um, directing. It's a directorial debut uh, for a film called Music with Kate Hudson, Maddie Ziegler, and Leslie Odom Jr. Um Interesting that she is uh, going into that route, but um, um, I think that's cool. Um, Cardi B is going to be acting now. Interesting. In a movie called Assisted Living. And she's a lead role in a movie, and she's never acted before. She's No, just... she she was in that J-Lo movie, wasn't she? Oh, wait. Is she, wait. Where J-Lo was a stripper? Oh, you know what? what? This is her first leading role. Okay, okay. Okay, so she was su- supporting in Hustlers. You're right. Yeah, Hustlers, right. yeah. Yes. So uh, I thought totally you did well with that movie. I totally forgot about that. You're right. Yeah. yeah. So that should be um, interesting. Well, also, Anna Paquin uh, joined the cast of American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story. Um, Zachary Levi, um, Shazam, plays uh, Kurt Warner in this. So wow. So Kurt Warner's getting like an A-list movie. I mean, an like A-list a- biopic movie. Can you believe he, it? Yeah. He's he's getting this is probably going to have like uh, a theatrical release and everything. Yeah, depending on where the pandemic is, um, when this is ready to release. But yes, um, they're going to production soon. And uh, yeah, Anna Paquin will be playing his wife. So uh, <laughs> that should be pretty cool. So it's all about him being an underdog. Yeah, well, I guess it makes sense because his whole story, mm-hmm. he was like bagging groceries a year before he, right. he won the Super Bowl for the Rams. That's exactly <laughs> right. He was stocking supermarket shelves. That's right. Very good. Very good. Good for him. Yeah, so um, interesting news on Lion Gate's uh, shotgun wedding film that stars J-Lo. So apparently Arnie, Army Hammer has dropped out of the film. Apparently um, it comes after leaked messages. The bacon center about guy? His, about his, not his Arm and Hammer, I get it. Uh, <laughs> apparently <laughs> details about his sex life uh, was released. Um and included him being interested in cannibalism and rape fantasies. Um, and it, it, it surfaced under the Instagram account of House of Effie. And he said he's not responding to the bullshit. This is Army um, Hammer? Army Hammer? Army Hammer, yep. He, you know what? I was about to say how much I really... Because he actually had this like amazingly funny Twitter account. Like uh, He was hysterically funny on it actually and which was really surprising well, i don't think i don't think he, he thinks this is very funny yeah laugh, yeah so. and uh, and so like and and then you said that and i was like oh i better not mention that then. <laughs> so he had he had fantasies about um cannibalism cannibalism and rape fantasies in in hmm. these leaked messages i think i think he was totally off on um, oral sex <laughs> didn't yeah. understand it uh yeah he he, he took it he took eating li- literally yeah, right? yeah. okay <laughs> so she he, he said that he cannot in good conscience leave his children for four months to shoot a movie in the dominican republic uh so therefore he is uh, stepping down um and now josh demel fergie's ex is in talks to star uh star opposite jayla now he's he's and talks to replace to replace him, but um, that hasn't uh, been confirmed yet. But interesting reason for skipping a film: cannibalism and sex <laughs> and rape fantasies have been yeah. brought to light. 
<laughs> um, Disney I Plus think, news. I can think of better, better sexual fantasies than this. I know, right? Uh, just, just saying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> <laughs> the Mandalorian, the top of the Nielsen Top 10 streaming programs, making it the first time Netflix was bumped from the lead spot. Wow, Mandalorian kicking ass, guys. Cannot wait for The Book of Boba Fett and Season 3. News on Moon Knight. Ethan yes. Hawke has mm-hmm. been cast in a lead role. His character is kept under wraps. Supposedly he's playing a villain. General, any guesses on who a big um, Moon Knight villain is? That uh, really the most could... the most, the most, most prominent Moon Knight specific <laughs> Here we go, Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. He's, there was he's, this up. he's scaring up. He's like stretching his arms. He's getting all ready. Get <laughs> <laughs> this big old nerd ball. Get this nerd ball out of the park. Here he's going to do it. Watch. <laughs> all right so so let me let me practice this a lot a lot of moon knight villains moon knight never really fought like really big time villains like they weren't the types that would try to take over the world they were like more of these like really kind of broken damaged um um like street level characters that that's a lot of what it was so but like i could see like his biggest uh like his most prominent villain for a while was this guy named the Bushman who was a, a like, he was supposed to be like this, like African warlord who, um, I don't know if Ethan Hawke can play an African Yeah, that's warlord. the thing. Yeah. You can't really do that. But there is <laughs> a, not gonna whitewash a character. Uh, yeah. Th- there was this character named midnight who was supposed to be this like kind of, um, supposed to be like this, like kind of like gentlemanly jewel thief. There you that, go, that I think Ethan Hawke could play. Nice. Very good, General. My money's on the Jewel Thief. Yeah. Nice. But the whole thing, like, with that Moon Knight thing is, like, the way I, I would think that they're going to go with it is, like, Moon Knight is supposed to be legitimately insane. Like, in a way that, like, you know, he's supposed to have, like, a MPD, and he's also supposed mm-hmm. to uh, be, like, you know... Like he's like constantly hallucinating and everything like that, and that's supposed wow. to be like part of the appeal of his character is that he would. He's flawed. Yeah, he's like totally flawed, and so I mean, it depends. Like you know, if they're gonna go in that direction, which I think they will, because I mean, if you don't do that with him, Moon Knight's just like a low rent Batman, which uh, you know they already have Batman, so you don't need yeah. a story like that. The um, so, and we know he's going to be played by Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Poe Dameron himself. So that's going to be really exciting. Um, cool. Um, also on the She-Hulk series. So right now. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> just being able to drop that nerdy knowledge. He just did. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you know of um, uh, about uh, She-Hulk's best friend? Um, apparently actress Ginger Gonzaga has joined the, uh, Marvel Studios She-Hulk in a main role. Yeah. Do they, ever, do they have the character's name? Um, Patsy Walker. Oh, Patsy Walker. She was. Uh, she Wait, hold on. She was. She was already portrayed by Rachel Taylor on Jessica uh, Jones. On Jessica Jones. Well, she. Well, was, Rachel Taylor played Trish Walker. They might go in in that direction. Where ah, there we go. I mean, they're they're actually supposed to be Sister, the same. Are they character. sisters? No, the no, no. Character. There's only there's only one. Patricia Walker in Marvel Comics, as far as, far as I know. See, the thing is that but, they're bringing in um, these Netflix Marvel characters. You know, they're all canon now. I don't, 
I don't like the idea of recasting a character. That's why. That's why I was surprised when you said it's actually Patsy Walker. I thought well, they went. Okay, with so it. so Walters is close friends with Patsy Walker. They didn't confirm that. Gonzaga will play the best friend, but in the comics, Walter was close friends with Patsy. Walker. Oh, okay, okay, so okay, that's a so little different. Doesn't necessarily mean that she'll. Gonzaga, play she could Patsy. be playing a character named Louise Mason, who. Uh, nice. uh, that's even yeah. better wouldn't be patsy walker <laughs> but it's yeah. like um general does it again chachi <laughs> you gotta love it guys you gotta love it that i was... never had any doubt <laughs> <laughs> so i'm excited for all this disney plus but let's talk about the disney plus show that we all watched the mm-hmm. mcu in the mcu is wandavision guys yes yeah i think everybody uh, at least myself anabi and uh the general have watched the first two episodes chachi have you watched wandavision yet I watched the first episode. The first episode, okay. Yes. Um, it was a fun show, guys. I mean, it was a little odd, but it was a little fun at the same time. But uh, I guess I have so many questions. Now, General's on, you're, you're probably the, uh, the subject matter expert on this because I am not sure if this is based on a comic book storyline or not, but maybe you can It looks kind like of it's taking. Yeah, it looks us. like, if I could guess, and it's like we can talk without worrying about spoilers or anything like that. Chach, right. do you care? No, go ahead, please. Well, there's okay. only two episodes, so I, yeah, I don't think we're spoiling much. Okay, so <clears throat> there are um, there are a few like prominent Vision and Scarlet Witch stories, and uh, one of the biggest ones, and I think the one that they're taking the most from from the uh, from this is where they decide to retire from superheroics and you know, move to the suburbs and live a suburban life and everything. And uh, I think, like, on one service level, that's what it's supposed to do. But in the comics, that was more, like, literal. They were literally living in the suburbs. And this one seems yeah. more, like, surreal. Yeah. Which which makes me makes me think this is another... So in the story. comics, it wasn't, like, a TV show. Right, right. Okay. It was... Okay. okay. But then there was a comic book story that didn't include Vision and Scarlet Witch, as far as I remember, called Pleasant Hill where um that was supposed to be where like they uh, a lot of times when they'd cat when you know the the US government had no idea what to do with supervillains what they would do is that they would put them into this like virtual reality world that would make them think they were living in these like 50s and 60s sitcoms oh and uh that might be where they're going with that especially with the someone's trying to call in and reach wanda which they've shown that a couple times in the first yes. two episodes they're clearly being monitored they're clearly um being um watched for sure but uh, let's just talk about some of the things that we saw on uh, the questions the burning questions that we have first of all how is vision even alive um as you know he he pretty much died uh at the hands of Thanos in Avengers Infinity War. And that's the other thing. That's yeah. why that also could be a reason why this is all in mm-hmm. in Wanda's head and could be like a big simulation for that very reason. Like, ah. like Wanda is supposed to be, I mean, they've even like hinted at it in the movies. He, she's supposed to be unbelievably mm-hmm. powerful. And like they're you know, both two of the most powerful right there. Yeah. In the in the in the comic books, she wants uh she wants caused ninety percent of the mutants on Earth to lose their powers. Jesus. <laughs> wow. And so like I mean that was like uh that was like a huge, huge storyline and that like uh that had like long running ramifications in Marvel for a long, long time after that. And um Well, 
they're saying Wanda possibly put them there. What do you think of that little twist as a guess? Yeah, that would be that would be because that would be a really, really, you know, that would be a way to like introduce mutants into the MCU, which I know that they want to do. Yes. Like there's rumors that Evan Peters, who played Quicksilver in the X-Men movies, mm-hmm. is going to appear as Quicksilver on WandaVision. Although I don't know if that's true or not. But and we, we already had a different Quicksilver that died in the first Avengers movie, right? Right. Yeah. Right. But yeah. this would literally he would literally play the, the Quicksilver from the X-Men movies. And, wow. But that's just a rumor. I don't know if that'll if, actually. If they're a great actor, they did great in their role. In their role, I say bring them on, man. Let's 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 tie it all together, man. I, I love tie-ins, man. You love tie-ins. Yeah, I, I love tie-ins, yeah, man. I love things that make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what's a sword? Do you know what S W O R D is? So okay, was... so sword. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we to, go. Oh uh... my God, you're you're asking too much of them tonight. Well, well, I know. I'm reading here. It's a, it's an hour space version of Shield. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. It's very, uh, cool. very cool. Sword is supposed to be like shield, but it's supposed to protect Earth. Like shield is supposed to protect Earth from like I guess terrorists and supervillains and everything. Sword sword was supposed to protect against like alien alien invasions and stuff. And um, so like you know the person who is in charge of sword is a character named Abigail Brand who. Um, you know, she's supposed to be this like kind of like a uh, hard drinking genius. And uh, she huh. was a uh, and like they used to call you know, me that <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they've used it. They've used it a few times. I thought they were kind of implying they were kind of like hinting at that's where Nick Fury was at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming ah, when they had that. Like, uh-huh. Yes, yeah, so sword was actually the logo on the helicopter that was found that the mini helicopter that uh, mm-hmm. Wanda found and it was also on the back of the beekeeper that came out of the sewer. Yeah. He had the sword yeah. sword logo on his back as well. And some weird rewinding took place um which we don't know whether it was Wanda doing it or the people that are monitoring them doing it. Um but um yeah, we don't know the story on that yet. Um, so that's another big thing that we have to figure out. We also found out that gum, bubble, bubble gum, is a weakness for vision. <laughs> Who would have known? Yeah. <laughs> Who would think that simple chewing gum? Uh, probably General would have known that. <laughs> yeah, that's, you probably don't need to take that too seriously, but it's. Uh... Is that- is that canon, General? <laughs> no, I, I thought that oh, was really? just supposed to be like a <laughs> like a silly '50s sitcom plot or '60s, I guess, for that yeah. one, the second episode that they were trying to like, you know, kind of do a a pastiche on. But um, so I heard every that's like a French dish a different uh, decade. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what they're going for. Each episode is gonna be tv in a different decade decade, that could be interesting maybe every two episodes because the first two were were they 50s or 60s well the first one was obviously the 50s 50s, i think i think the second one's supposed to be like early 60s because it starts out black and white and then gets color color yeah yeah towards the end towards yeah uh okay and then maybe we're looking at like a brady bunch type of uh episode for um episode Mm -hmm. three but we'll have to find out now. How, many, um, how long is the run supposed to be? Like how many episodes? I believe it's the same as Mandalorian, eight episodes. Okay. Well, then that would that would line up because uh, yeah. 
by the eighth episode, it'd be 2020. Um, did we discuss who was on the radio? Did someone allude to maybe it was Captain America? I said no. that, yeah. Yeah, I, you did? I said it sounded like his voice. It sounded like, like Chris wow. Evans. I'm okay. pretty sure it's it's probably not Captain America. <laughs> but it's like, a, there's a, uh, do you guys, in Ant-Man and the Wasp, there was a character named um, Agent Wu, who was uh, played by Randall Park. Yeah, Randall Park's great. And um, I know Randall Park is supposed to appear like, you know, they, they announced that he was cast into WandaVision and, you know, it would make sense if he's like, a, you know, a shield or sw- or sword agent that um, it could be. And of course, this is all speculation and I could be totally full of shit. It could just as well be Captain America for all I know, <laughs> but it's like. Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, my... we'll have to wait and see on that one who that is. And also Wanda's pregnant. So this is very interesting because I didn't think Vision had any sperm as a uh, an android. I, I don't think he can impregnate women. Um, All right. So, so okay. how... You want me to tell you how that works? <laughs> you know how he could have... Oh, oh my God, go ahead. Okay, so in the comics... <laughs> Wanda like kind of mysteriously becomes pregnant with twins. Wow. And it's revealed that she used her powers to make herself pregnant. Wow. And um She literally could do anything. Yeah. There's like and nothing then, that Scarlet does she have a weakness? So she can really She's literally god. She's literally god. Yeah, she's literally like godlike, but like most of the time they don't portray her as such. Like her weaknesses is she can't like control her powers or she goes crazy for a while or uh, things like that. But like there's like a really insane story with those two kids because the kids are born and they like grow up as toddlers. Wow. And then there was this super villain called the Master Pandemonium, which is like this. Uh, you got him he, started. You got him started. I got him started. You. I know. He's he's got this. He's got this like really really bizarre power where he would his arms and legs can turn into demons that would come out <laughs> and like um, Hulu. Wow. Yeah, and it's like and so like in the in that story, and it's actually like a pretty fucked up scene for like a late '80s or early '90s comic book, but. But in this particular story, Master Pandemonium's demons come out and they drag Wanda's kids into Master Pandemonium, which I remember I was a kid and I read that. Whoa, that's that's pretty (laughs) messed up. So Wanda's kids. You were banging all those girls. You remember you read that? Yes. Yes. (laughs) And then and then Wanda's kids. (laughs) How do they look back later? They come back. Are they are they half vision, half human? Or no, no. They're actually both. uh, They're actually both in current Marvel comics. They're both superheroes now. They're. uh, Okay. What what um human or or sentient? They're human. They're They're both human. Okay. So uh, one of them is named Wiccan, and Wiccan, and they were both members of the uh, the team. They were called the Young Avengers, and uh, wow. like, um, I mean, a, a good example. No, none of them have actually. Cassie Lang, who is uh, Scott Lang's daughter, yes, is, is on that team, and so is um, Hawkeye's. Uh, Hawkeye's like, of- yeah, Kate Bishop. Hawkeye's right. like uh, protege, and right. Um, right. So, so yeah, like, um, yeah, and then, um, 
yeah, the one becomes Wiccan and the other one becomes Speed, and Speed is kind of like Quicksilver. Where you, you might have cast. you might have told me the rest of WandaVision. I'm gonna have to watch. Yeah, the rest of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I really enjoy it. I think it's very clever. The whole black I mean, and I mean, white. Can you really see General like in his 90s, like in some nursing home, like all like babbling <laughs> about this shit, like? And, and, and everybody around him thinks he's crazy because nobody else has ever heard of any of this shit before. Yeah. Like. Like, like, what can I say? The, this is why I got laid so much in high school. I I love Wandavision. I thought it was fun. Uh, what do you think about what uh, things... Anna? What do you think no. of Wandavision? <laughs> I I really like the acting of both of the actors, and then like comparing like that 50 eras feel of, of movies and shows like they had the comedy and it wasn't like corny or anything. It actually made yeah. me laugh. I, I enjoyed it. And I think it was kind of like reminiscing of like the old times before COVID. I think so. some of the comedy and the comedy was kind of like aimed uh, for that uh, style of, of a sitcom, you know, um, I had some funny, I had some laughable moments. I have to admit. Uh, oh, and an appropriate, like, you would have to get it if you were like listening to like the right. side inappropriate jokes that you know I, I don't think in real life they would have been able to do something <laughs> like that in the 50s so yeah well you have to yeah you have to admit they stay true to all those old shows never had the couple in the same bed they're always separated you know in twins. yeah yeah so and that's like, one thing and like if you know you, you know what's um, if you heard of like I love, I love lucy they actually like could not say that she was pregnant and i love lucy mm-hmm. they had to say she was expecting you know, oh. you, couldn't, you couldn't say the word pregnant back in like the fifties or whenever that took place. Interesting. I, I watched it. I with, never saw uh, a bathroom either. You never saw it inside of a bathroom. That was taboo. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, you, you know, you know, to the door oh. and stuff, but never like the actual like a toilet or anything. What, what did they hate about bathrooms? I guess it's showing like a toilet and showing. Like, you got to think. It was, like, it was just seen as being like inappropriate. And yeah. Dirty, I guess. Yeah, back then, it nobody takes really a dump. <laughs> You know, you know what was why the you show first? The bed? Why can't you show one bed for a married couple? You couldn't do that. You yeah. know, what was the first show that showed that, one that bed? That would make you think that they were having sex. It, it's weird. Yeah, the, like the like very Diana first... Prince and and Steve, <laughs> Steve Trevor, and Wonder Woman. But uh, yeah, that I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. How the, the very rest first of you, you you guys want to know what the very first show was that had that showed a, a married couple in the same bed together. It's like such a weird, That's good trip, un- unexpected show. It was the Munsters. Oh, really? And um, yeah, the um. So it was Herman, so, Herman Munster was was banging. Exactly. <laughs> that was the the first example. Can you imagine yeah. him having sex like? <laughs> 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 Uh, also on um, Disney Plus, The Muppet Show, all five he's from, seasons. He's from Maryland, Herman Munster. He was from Tongytown. Fred Gwynn. That's where he died. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, for, your Muppet, for your Muppet fans, all five seasons of The Muppet Show will be on Disney Plus starting February 19th. It's about fucking time. Yeah. The, the Muppets are a fucking national treasure. They are a national treasure. <laughs> I'm surprised and... to, to read that they've only done five seasons. Yeah, those, those well, those are, those seasons were like still like thirty some episodes per season. Okay, because they were like okay. syndicated and they used to like bust those out. So. Uh, okay. <laughs> Nothing's funnier than those two old Muppets. Yeah. That just sit yeah. there and just shit on everybody. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's very everybody below. Hate on everything. Yeah, I love, I love those guys. Uh, Statler Josh, and Waldorf. You'll be happy to know on Disney Plus the how uh, Doogie Howser reboot is uh, in oh, I can't hitting wait. the ground running. It's I called can't. Doogie Kamaloha. MD. Oh, thank God. Yes, uh, Jeffrey Bauer Chapman has been cast in a series regular role. Um, Peyton Elizabeth Lee, Kathleen Rose Perkins also joining, and Dookie will be played by Lahila Kamaloha. Um, oh, sorry, that's the character's name. Uh, that's the name of the show. Uh, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't that mean Merry Christmas in that for that song? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like it, doesn't yeah. it? Malik, Kaliki, Maka. Yeah, that yeah. right. That's her name. That's her name. Yeah, but so, no, so, sorry. So is Neil hey, Patrick Elizabeth. Harris? Did I did I miss that? Did you, is Neil Patrick Harris well, involved you know, at all? They, they, they didn't mention whether he's involved at all, but I have a feeling they're going to save that for the show and have it. Okay. Uh, they have a cameo. I think so. They, they like to save little things like that. Oh, he, he won't have a big part of it in it, but I think he'll have a part. You know. But like, so how do they call it Doogie Hauser then? Is there a character? Well, it's called named? Doozy Kamaloha. So it's it's the it's the female Hawaiian um um girl who's 16 years old. It's Doozy with a Z. Oh, uh, it's still no, it's still Doogie. Oh, but still the, Doogie. the last the last name is Kamaloha. Okay. And again, it's Peyton Elizabeth Lee will be playing. Aw, that's that's not the kind of OnlyFans we wanted, Anna B. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I get it. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, um, no. Doogie House, Doogie House is a show that does not be need to be remade because so, no one's no one's even watching the old Doogie Hauser episodes, you know. And I thought. The, the only good thing about it is it brought up upon Neil Patrick Harris, you know, um, as an actor. But like nobody's nobody's like, man, gotta get gotta get those um, Dookie Hauser um, DVDs, you know. Like <laughs> that's <laughs> a good point. But you know, it, it was a show that had a good good concept, and I think it might translate well. well I don't a, know. A smart doctor kid. <laughs> yeah, a smart doctor kid. I mean, mm. you know, prodigy. That'd be, be kind of cool. As, All right. Is this show supposed to like be like a like expansion of the Doogie Hauser cinematic universe or something like that? <laughs> is that like what it's supposed to do? I think it's a reboot, <laughs> but like um, Neil Patrick Harris will make a cameo. And okay, so there will be as Doogie. Uh, it probably, I don't know. It might be a complete reboot, and he he might come back as a different character. Well, Maybe. you see, like if they went the Cobra Kai route and had it be like a continuation of the story, I would res- I would actually respect that more. Yeah. Yeah. Same. You same. And and then the 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 kid could be Doogie's. Um... Like Doogie could be chief of staff of or, then, or like chief medical officer of this hospital in Hawaii. Exactly. And um, you know. You're right. Or or the or the girl could be uh, the daughter, but they right. didn't want to go that route. So. Yeah. Um, let's see over on Netflix. But they all can't be Cobra Kai, you know that? They all cannot <laughs> be Cobra Kai, guys. Um, yes, we're getting to that time soon. Um, over on Netflix, guys, Heart of Stone, a spy thriller starring the beautiful Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman herself. Um, is it an action franchise in this in the vein of Mission Impossible? Uh, so this will be really cool. Uh, the Old Guard, if you any if you, anyone saw that, yes, with uh, Charlize Theron, uh, the writer of that, Greg Rucka. Um, wrote the screenplay. 
um, plot is being kept on the wraps, but she's really busy. She's got Cleopatra coming up with Patty Jenkins. Um, she'll also be in Death on the Nile, which is going to open uh, later in theaters. And she's got another film on Netflix, Red Notice, with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Ryan Reynolds. So Gal is just doing incredible. Um, mm-hmm. Another um, actress I think is great um, is Rosamund Pike. She's got a film on Netflix called I Care A Lot. Um, I loved her in uh, Gone Girl. If anyone's seen Gone Girl, as well. Yeah. Craziest. And I would not recommend reading the book before that because the twist is so crazy that I feel if you read the book, you'd just be completely – you wouldn't have that same um, what-the-fuck reaction that I did when I watched that movie. But uh, <laughs> um, This movie, um, yeah, so she apparently plays a character who is a guardian for dozens of elderly people. And she and her business partner accidentally choose the wrong retiree to con. Peter Dinklage is in it. Tyrion Lannister. That's exciting. Diane Weist and Chris Messina will be in it. Uh, all right, General, this is where I need to ask you the answers to these questions. But it's a young adult graphic novel series called Heartstopper. It's getting oh, out. my God. Yeah, I read this when that was <laughs> great. Uh, <laughs> Netflix. The Netflix. Is, is thrilling, you know. It has this special power where it can turn into like they're like well, pencil hands. So it really sucks when like they break the point of the pencil and you sit there and sharpen your own hand to get, get it sharp again. And that's the only really drawback of the power. <laughs> that great. It lasted for 47 um, issues, which I thought was a good run. It was a good run. Yeah. So Netflix ordered a TV, ad- TV adaptation of that. Um, and it's based on Alice Oseman's series of comics. Um, General, don't tell me I stunt you on Heartstopper. Heartstopper. Um... Tells the story of Charlie and Nick, who become friends at an all-boys school. Uh, quickly discover a romance okay so it's a uh, lgbt oh so it's comic. it's not really it's it's a uh, it's a non-superhero comic obviously. i think so yeah and so yeah I've, i gotta say it i've n- never heard of it but yeah. it's it, it sounds like it sounds like they're going in like a young adult like romance here. lgbt thing so it'll it'll you know there's a there is a whole genre of of graphic novels like that i just yeah. don't really read them <laughs> but okay. it, it's uh the first is to tell you that you're a fraud yes okay <laughs> i will i will i will um i'll i will depart in shame okay we'll catch up on your gay comics um, yeah on the bay did you watch selena the series uh i think i only watched like two episodes of it and i'm not asking you because you're lucky you know <laughs> but chacha <laughs> <laughs> always likes to make a joke that I, I, I asked you that. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Remember you made that joke uh, last time. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. 25 million never, households never. in the first four weeks. Wow, 25 million people have tuned into Selena. I have yet to watch it, but I am a big fan of Christian Serratos. Loved her in The Walking Dead. Um, so I will be watching. I will be watching. But I definitely have to finish some other shows first. Peaky Blinders will be concluding, if anyone was a fan of that. Uh, yes, I love Peaky Blinders. Aw, the upcoming sixth season will be the last season, Aww. which just begun production. So we've got one more season. That's good. Um, so, as you know, that's a BBC show that goes on Netflix here in the U.S. That, uh, is, that show has perpetually been on my list of as a show that I should start watching. Everyone says I should watch it, too. It's got some Game of Thrones cast members in it as well. Yeah. Yeah. 
that Aiden Gillen's in it. Um, and then Tom Hardy showed up in like several episodes, and he was amazing. Yeah, amazing. We'll have to check that out. That's definitely on my list. Um, Sarah Chalk, Chalk from uh, Rick and Morty, and uh, she was in Scrubs and Roseanne, uh, and Catherine Heigl will stars adult versions of Tully and Kate in a um, drama series called Firefly Lane. Which is set to uh, drop on February third. What is Tully and Kate when you say well, adult it's, versions? It's of... based based on a novel the same name by New York Times bestseller Kristen Hanna. Follows women as they experience their thirties uh, and the ups and downs of it, um, some of which threaten to destroy their friendship. So very vague description, but uh, I love Sarah Chalk. Chalky. Yeah. Chalk. I had such a crush on her when she was on Scrubs. Oh, I thought she, yeah. yeah, especially like combine that with the character she played on Scrubs. I don't know what she's like in real life. She could be the exact opposite of that character, but I loved Doctor. Um, so she was, she was the new Becky from Roseanne. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She was hot and on she, Scrubs. <clears throat> and she's the voice of Beth on Rick and Morty. Yeah. And I think they created. That's so funny. They created her in the likeness of Sarah a little bit. You think? Mm-hmm. When they when they created her, so that was kind of cool. Um, Kevin James has a new show on Netflix called The Crew, that's gonna drop sh- soon. I don't know about this show. It's about a real uh, Daytona 500 race car driver. So he, Kevin James is the leader of this racing team. So that's they're a, they're going for like a Ricky Bobby type thing with Kevin James being yeah, like yeah, it's kind of kind of a way of thinking about it. I'm not gonna tune in. That doesn't really have my uh, interest there. But over on HBO Max, the second Euphoria special episode um, will be dropping on January 22nd. I'm a fan of Euphoria. I have yet to watch that special episode that dropped on Christmas. But there's a second special episode, like kind of like an in-between episode of seasons one and two. This one focuses on Hunter Schaefer. Um, this is the transgendered actress who plays Jules um, in this um, series. So... Anyone seen uh, Euphoria on HBO? Fantastic series, guys. It's so good. So good. General, I know you watch Titans on HBO Max. Uh, um, gotta, I got I to gotta confess. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you haven't? Okay. They found a Barbara Gordon. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Savannah Welch will be playing um, uh, Barbara Gordon, who is the, um, the daughter of the daughter. Uh, Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, that'll be worth tuning in. I only watched a couple episodes because we had a we had an interview of an actress that was in an episode of Titan. So I watched her episode, but I was like, "This is a really good show. I need to watch it." And are you watching? Uh, Titan? No, no, I should watch it too. That's definitely should. There's so much TV out there, guys. How do we? Uh, yeah, there's all these there's all these DC comic shows that I haven't seen yet, like yeah. <laughs> like Titans, and um, I haven't seen the new Swamp Thing or. Um, and a lot of the CW shows you're probably like backed up on, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I'm so, so it, behind on CW it's so, too. It's so like there's so many shows and so many seasons, so many episodes per season. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, you me too. The, like you can do the ten episodes, but like when they get to twenty three yes. episodes, like how many? Like, yeah, it becomes it becomes a commitment to. Like, how many, sit how down many years has CW all. been around? Uh, since I think Arrow came out, Arrow was the first one, and it came out in 2012. I'm gonna 2012, say. Yeah, so, so I'm like. Eight nine years behind on CW shows. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, they rebranded from WB to CW. Yeah, I probably won't catch up. Yeah, and and they also were like UPN, right? 
Didn't those two merge? UPN. Together? Oh my God, I forgot about UPN. Yeah, yeah UPN they WB. That's where that's where Homeboys in Outer Space came from. Uh, let's see. The Last of Us on HBO found a director, Russian uh, filmmaker, Kantemir Balagov. Um, is, that, is that based on the game? That's right. Very good. General, <laughs> you've got graphic novels, comic books, and video games. I've, I've never find, played yeah. the game, but I knew there was yes. a video game called The Last of Us. Some kind of like trivia contest somewhere <laughs> that General would be good for. General, yeah. we kicked ass of trivia that one night. At, at, we uh, did. Or whatever it was. Except, Ob- that, except for that trivia. damn Little Women question. Which I couldn't we, remember the name we, of the main character. We had to leave to watch a film, but we would have fucking won that thing. Yeah, we would have. Two of us, we yeah. would have. If, if like a trivia contest had no sports questions whatsoever. Hey, I know, I, I know, I know more about sports actually, than you think. Uh, Gen- General knows baseball. Yeah. Does he? You're very uh-huh. good. Oh, good for you. Yeah. General, General knows a lot of stuff. Yeah. HBO Max is doing a biopic on Julia Child. It's just simply called Ooh. Julia. Yeah. Um. And uh, stars. Was she, always, was she always drunk on that show? You know, she used to be. She used to be a spy. Like she was. Uh, Is that true? Yeah, that's that's legit true. Like wow. she used to uh, back during World War Two when they instituted the um, before it was called the CIA. It was called the OSS, the Office of Strategic Services, uh-huh. and she was she was one of the like founding members of it. <laughs> and like uh, so. You know, she she's actually led or led a super interesting life, so I could see that oh, movie wow. being yeah. pretty good. Yeah. So Sarah La- Lancashire will play um, Julia, and David Hyde Pierce will play um, Julia's husband. So because yeah, she always like would pour like the wine into the food, and then she and then drink it too. Herself. Yeah. Yeah. I remember like slipping through public television, seeing that all the time. <laughs> And HBO Succession has added Sinead Latham, Linda Edmond, and Jahay will all recur on the Emmy-winning drama, if you're a fan of that show. But anybody, I want... anybody watch that? You know, it's won so many awards, mm-hmm. so many awards. Best drama, the actors have won individual awards. It's 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 definitely a show that, again, so many shows are on the the, the list. That that's that's I, a show like we should be watching, but we're not necessarily watching. I know. It doesn't have superheroes in it. But yeah. this brings me to my next point, and we'll close on this before we take our first classic cut break. Let's talk about the boys. So uh, what we know about season three so far, well, um, apparently they're shooting for early 2021, which is going to be in Toronto. Oh, man, this is exciting, guys. Um, so um, they're will be um newcomers uh really mentioned you're probably excited about this anna that well there just... has to be a newcomer since everybody died at the end of um the last season <laughs> well i already watched it so i know that's okay. not true okay okay but jensen, jensen ackles uh who's from supernatural did you know this anna anna no i didn't know he's gonna he's be in going to, he's going to be playing soldier boy in season three Whoa. of the boys yes oh my god he is oh. known as the first original superhero who fought in world war ii the first super celebrity and a mainstay of American culture for decades. So I um, wouldn't I wouldn't get too attached to that character. I'll tell you. Spoilers. Is he the rapper too? <laughs> Soldier, Soldier Boy. Boy yeah. <laughs> Ask for, for the graphic novels for the omnibus for uh, Christmas. So I have I have seen I have uh, he's pretty much he's pretty much cool. if. Um, if you know uh, Homelander is the Superman analog and uh, Black Noir is like the Batman analog, 
Soldier Boy is the Captain, Captain America. Captain America, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, Aya Stormfront is not dead. She's a stump front, stump, because she lost her limbs. She'll probably have bionic limbs, I'm guessing. Yeah. You know, they're going to do like a Darth Maul with her. That's my prediction. Um, generally, you probably so. know because you've already read. Um, I don't know if it follows the comic, but. Um, well, Stormfront was a man in the comics for one Right. Day. So they, they, they went in a different direction. With, okay. Uh, so, like, you know, I mean, the second I mean, season. Yeah, Al, you still, you still went with her without limbs, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, all of a sudden you want it now. Okay. I did say I wouldn't, but okay. I, I feel like it was poor taste. I don't yeah. know. Uh, Why? Why? I mean, I mean, poor that taste. means that what, I mean, at least she didn't make a, a Chachi, no Chachi didn't make a at least she can't run away joke. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I would never do that. I think, um, I think it's good of you. I mean, I think, you know, with no limbs and stuff and you still would, I think that's saying something about your character. I didn't even say what I would or wouldn't. Right. Gosh, <laughs> in my mouth, guys. <laughs> um, there will be a spinoff, um, but they haven't mentioned it. It'll be loosely inspired by G-Men, which is a parody of the X-Men characters. Yeah. And last but not least, they're going to bring the Herogasm storyline, General. <laughs> Now, Herogasm was kind of an um, an escape, like um, uh, the one in Jamaica, the heat, like a hedonisms for superheroes, where they can drink, do drugs, well, have was sex. The whole the whole point of Herogasm, you know, like about <laughs> one, about once a year in most, like in both DC and Marvel, they would have these yes. major event crossover stories where all these superheroes would team up to fight yeah. whatever the uh, the big bad is. And so what Herogasm was, was uh, Herogasm, what, what they would do <laughs> is funny, like right? all of the, all of the heroes would plan to go to this, um, go to this island and just may have this like complete like um, orgy. orgy and fuck party and everything. <laughs> and uh, know, and what they would, what they would tell I said, the people. I said orgy and fuck party. <laughs> <laughs> And so, but when they would go back, they would tell people that all of them had to be in this uh, this great event in like some other side of the galaxy to fight in a crossover, like. And that was the whole point of why they did that. It was like kind of a funny joke on the uh, the crossovers. But Herogasm's a pretty fucked up story, though. So hopefully, hopefully they'll. uh, Is is Starlight in it? Yes. Oh, in yeah. that in that in that storyline though. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, not in the not in the way you'd expect her to be, but oh, like, uh, <laughs> is he... oh, I love I love her. I love some Starlight. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's... I think this is a great time to take a classic cut break. When we get back, we got Hannah Keppel guys from Cobra Kai. Yay! Two and three uh, on Below the Belt show. So uh, Chachi McFly, take it away. Where my dog's at. It is time for King Chachi's Classic Cuts. Holla at your boy. Chachi's. That's right, Chachi in charge once again for Chachi's Classic Cut. Where I go into our vast archive, um, we spend a lot of money on our, our music and BTB with all, our, all of our albums behind us here. Um, oh, from, from the decade, from the vast decades that we have purchased, 
okay. albums. And I hope I did you one proud. I played you're the best around last week. I saw that. Good job. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And this is a song from 1967, which is wow. a lot older than what I normally pick. Okay. But um, it was actually re-released in 1988 and, and actually um, scored um, in the top 40s of the chart. And this oh, is a song scared. by... What? You're scared? <laughs> I'm scared. Was just yeah, no, this is a song <laughs> by Louis Armstrong. And okay. it's actually the song um, "What a Wonderful World," oh, and it was nice. featured in the in the movie um, "Good Morning uh, Vietnam" with Robin Williams, and that's what caused it to come back onto the charts. But it's picked a song. Um, Are you yeah, it picked a song. Um, this uh, wishing the best of luck for the new administration, oh, um, okay. and also. Um, just you know, wishing people who are upset hope you know hope they feel better, and the and the people who stopped talking to each other over the last four years or 16 years to just um, reach out to one another, you know, try to smooth things over, try to forget mm-hmm. any arguments you had about politics in the past. Um, yes, any friends you might have lost. Any friends you might have lost. I hope I hope um, people can get brought together. I don't see it happening with how polarized people are nowadays, but I yeah. still wish. And this is a song where you talks about how great the world is. And if you can look past um, differences in politics, um, you can see it's a wonderful world. So it's a good thing on this show. We can all come together, have different points of view. You know, I made fun of some of the comments from last week. I still respect their comments, you know, even though I don't agree with some of them. But mm-hmm. I think I think it's a good thing about this show is that we can come on here and just have don't have to, you know, be carbon copies of one another, have different points of view. Everybody sees the world in a different way, but we can still come together and hopefully, hopefully entertain. I don't know. I'm not sure about general, but most of us can hopefully entertain. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back right after. Strong, what a wonderful world. We'll be back right after the classic cut. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I see skies of blue. Clouds of white, the bright blessed day, the dark sacred night, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. The colors of the rainbow, so pretty in the sky. Also on the faces of people going by, I see friends shaking hands, saying, how do you do? They're really saying, I love you. Oh, Anna's got her alcohol. <laughs> Getting ready for the OnlyFans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was the classic cut, Chachi. What a wonderful world. Yes. Louis, the late Louis Armstrong. Yes. So we're looking forward to 
our special guest, a two-time BTV guest, and Hannah Keppel. In the meantime, let's drop a couple more headlines, guys. On Apple TV, Tom Holland, Spider-Man himself, has a new film called Cherry. We mentioned it on the show. But the first Cherry uh, trailer just dropped. Um, and uh, this is a very different role uh, for Tom Holland. Much darker role. Shows him robbing banks. <laughs> But he's um, he reunites with the Avengers directors, the Russo brothers, for this one. So should be a pretty cool, pretty cool um, film on Netflix. Also on Apple TV, <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix and Ridley Scott um, reteam in the film Kitbag, which is all about Napoleon Bonaparte. This is the uh, French military leader and emperor. Interesting. Well, uh, yeah, we'll track his origins. Um, I think it's too his- soon. From his ruthless climb to emperor viewed through the prism of his addictive and often volatile relationship with his wife and one true love, Josephine. You probably portray his portrayal in the Bill and Ted movie, don't you? Oh, yeah. That was great. Yeah. And that and that character was originally going to be um, Hitler in the early drafts, which I'm glad they didn't go that route because I think that would have caused a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think we mentioned this last week, but the servant just dropped last Friday. Um, but uh, if you want to see yours truly, check out episode 10 of season one, reacquaint yourself, uh, and then watch season two uh, shortly thereafter, which is already available on Apple TV. <laughs> uh, with the success of Queen's Gambit, co-creator and showrunner Scott Frank is writing an FX adaptation of the modern classic The Sparrow. Um, I'm sure General knows about this. It was a book published in 1996 by Random House's imprint, Villard. Um, did we stump you, General? You're not familiar with The Sparrow? Is it a... You said it's a book, so it's like a novel? Well, it's a novel. It's a sci-fi project. Um, he likes stuff with like pictures drawn out. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to yeah. tax myself you're, too much with that. You're not a big novel guy. You're a big comic book and graphic novel guy. <laughs> All right. Well, yes. I mean, yeah, I, I used to be a big novel guy. I used to read yeah, don't, a lot. Don't tell Jen, don't, don't tell Jen what's going on to show him what's going on. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't use my imagination and right? use my uh, pictures to <laughs> come up with a, or what was it? What did, what did they call it in um, Tropic Thunder? My brain movies. (laughs) (laughs) Brain movies. I love it. Um, Snowpiercer, uh, renewed for a third season on TNT. So if you're a fan of that, uh, I I loved that movie so much. You love the Bong Joon Ho 2013 movie. You have not watched the series. I've never seen the series, though. Have have any of you guys? Like, is it good? I I saw the pilot. I thought the pilot was great. Um, Jennifer Connelly, David Diggs, Sean Bean. That's mm-hmm. uh, um, Eddard Stock himself. <laughs> Did he uh, die like in the first season? I know, right? <laughs> uh, he actually debuts in season two. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh. Um, the new Batwomen um, actually uh, premiered. They kind of explained um, how Katie, um, how Ruby Rose's character. Um, had to be written off, I guess, because, you know, she quit the show. Um, Do you guys know what happened there? Well, um, behind the scenes, she just didn't like the grueling hours. She injured her back severely um, because, you know, there's 23 episodes in a DC um, 
show. He, he also apparently had some severe allergic reaction to something within the bat suit that you had to wear, like in every episode. And yeah. like, uh, and she was probably like, "Fuck this." Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but they explained how um how they had to write her off. Basically, um, they saw that she was nowhere to be found. Um, in a um. Uh, a plane wreckage. Kate Kane's plane had crashed and she was nowhere to be found. So either the body disintegrated or she survived, she escaped, but maybe they're leaving it open for her to come back. To Kate to Kane. potentially return. Yeah. Uh, the reprise role, maybe even as a guest star. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, um, yeah, we have we have a new catwoman in Ryan Wilder played by Javicia Leslie, and she is from um the dc virginia area so i think that's pretty awesome pretty, they, pretty that's a that's a character they in, invented entirely for the show i don't think there's a character yes saying that and i think that's a much better way than to just I, i'm not a, again i'm not a fact fan of casting an actor in the same universe yeah. in the same role if it's a different mm-hmm. universe i get it but it's the same universe it just brings on confusion unless it's like a doctor who which you can explain, you know, that there's a reasoning for explaining that. But uh, well, yeah, like, how that... do you feel about James Bond movies then? Mm. They lose. They, they don't. They don't really tie in. Maybe uh, they're just uh, their own uh, adventure, I guess. That's how oh, it is. Wait, we got yeah. a special. Yes. Special yes, we got a special guest. We're excited to have on Below the Belt Show for the second time on BTV. Now we're on BTV Virtual. Yeah, it's been a few years. Yes, it's been a few years. We welcome back actress extraordinaire Hannah Keppel, <laughs> who plays Moon in our favorite Netflix show, formerly the YouTube show, now Netflix show. Hannah, so much has changed. Last time you were on the show, Cobra Kai was a YouTube show, and, yeah, and you we were, were there back then, before Netflix and everybody else knew about it. Yeah, Below the Belt show was like, this is a wonderful show. You know, it's a great and cast. Now it's a phenomenon. And last yeah. time you were in high school, and now you're just playing uh, a character in high school. You had already graduated by now, I'm sure, um, because I believe you're a senior in high school when you interviewed with us last time. But nonetheless, Hannah, we're happy to welcome you back. Yay. Oh, thank you guys so much for having me. Yes. So how much has changed uh, since 2018 when you last had you on the show? That was your first acting role, Cobra Kai, which you did yeah. talk to us about how you got involved, which was awesome. And now it, it's this big phenomenon. Cobra Kai is this big phenomenon. You probably have like a few more um, Instagram followers, right? Just a few <laughs> more, right? It's a handful. <laughs> Just a few more, Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, everything has changed since 2018, not just with me, but with the world. And it's, <laughs> it's been crazy for sure. And, and switching from YouTube to Netflix has been crazy and, and kind of the repercussions from that. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Uh, can you, can you expand on what the re- repercussions are, are for that? I know it's like a, you've gotten a lot more exposure yep. with it going to Netflix, but has there been anything like, unexpected about that um I mean honestly the the kind of biggest change has been just the mass amount of feedback whether I mean for the most part it's been super positive and and all the fans I mean of course we had the original fans from YouTube but now with Netflix it's just like 
so many people and from all over the world. And it's just crazy to have this many eyes on, on the show and, and on myself. I've never had that before. Um, but it's, it's so cool. It's so cool to, to hear from people that, that love the show and how much it means to them and, and that like my character and, and want to see more from her. And that just, it always feels so good to hear. That's awesome. Well, I let's think, talk I think your screen numb froze, Hannah. Yeah, let's, let's, we have a little technical issue that we wanted to... You're completely yeah. frozen on our end. You get the same so smile much. for the last few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> not, that we don't, not that we don't love your smile, because we love it. We love yeah. everything. But, uh, of course. Give me one second. All right, thank you. I mean, it's a nice frame for it to be It was nice. On. Like, like yeah. My, yeah. Mine would be like my mouth hanging half open and like. <laughs> I'm glad we resolved yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I can tell like you know when when mine's frozen based on those screenshots, Chachi, that you always always take where I'm like. Yes. Yes. Like, <laughs> like that. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> All right, so waiting, uh, Hannah, to rejoin us here on. Uh, BTB, but I uh, care about her experience now that they moved to <clears throat> Netflix. Yeah, but uh, Anna B, you actually watched all three seasons of Cobra Kai within the last few days, right? Well, you're you're not through season three yet, right? Just like halfway. Like, so I'm episode season three, episode three. Wow, uh, amazing. So, so it was nice really... to see kind of like see the difference of like the sets. So I think maybe that's what also maybe changed too. And it's an easy show to watch uh, to to actually. You know, oh, yeah. uh, binge all those episodes in that short time frame, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't have to wait like everybody else for those cliffhangers at the end. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're very lucky. Yeah, because like, um, you know, some some series you'll have like a bunch of slow episodes, but not with Cobra Kai, like the whole entire time. It's yeah, just, and then like, I would look at the time and I would say, wow, it's already like yeah. the end of the ah, episode. There we go. There you are. <laughs> yes. Hopefully that's much, better. My, I much, much like, better super old house in the middle of nowhere and so we have terrible wi-fi in the middle of nowhere georgia perhaps <laughs> in actually yeah. okay got yeah, it. We, we were saying like even on your um screen being frozen you still had like a great smile and stuff <laughs> if, if been awesome, like mouth hanging open maybe some drool and like you know <laughs> yeah, we never could have pulled that off yeah. oh well thank you guys <laughs> yeah but i think before we uh drop had you drop off you're talking about how much how many more instagram followers you have which is amazing how many more people are watching now that it's on netflix how many more marriage proposals yeah <laughs> anything anything else change since since season one um i mean there's been a lot of great new opportunities um some i can't quite talk about but i'm i'm really excited about my career i'm excited about the people that i've gotten to meet and work with since um, the shows came out and especially gone to Netflix and I'm super excited for next season and season four. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. Oh, we, we've loved uh, yeah. the first three seasons that we were, we were mentioning early. Anna, you actually are halfway through season three, but you just watched um, season one on Monday, right? Yeah. Season one on Monday, then Tuesday, season two. And <laughs> oh then... She's binge watching. Yes. I'm a, I'm a binger and, and the show's Yay. really great. So. Oh, that's amazing. And I feel like it's a really like easy binge show because it's not yeah, too nice. long. The episodes are shorter. So yeah, you knocked it out. And there's the no, there's no boring episodes either. So like, it's oh, not like oh, a big so lull good. in the middle or nothing. Mm-hmm. So and and I like yeah. seeing like the fights, the martial arts fights and the karate. And this is, 
it's amazing to see that. Yeah, and that's that's interesting. I'd like to bring up the fact that we haven't seen uh, Moon get in the mix. I mean, you're all about peace <laughs> and love, right? Right, right. Well, oh, yeah. would, would you like Moon to take on, um, you know, uh, following in, in her peers' footsteps with the martial arts, either joining one of the dojos, <laughs> or do you like yourself, like, just kind of supporting everybody? Oh, no. I would love nothing more than to join the action. I <laughs> really? Think, yes. Yeah. Heck yeah. I mean, I I get to watch everything because um, a lot of yeah. times Moon is watching the action. And gosh, my, my castmates work so hard and it looks like so much fun. And they're all just this like huge team unit with the stunt people. And it just looks like so much fun. And I'm so wow. jealous that I, I don't get to join in. But I don't know if it's super realistic to accept Yeah, it. not every student should be in a dojo, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you could definitely be, be a Miyagi-Do because that's all about yeah. self-defense and, like, you know, being one with nature. I could see you doing that. True. I could definitely see that as well. I think it would have to be very intentional for Moon to join. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I hope. She, I would love it. She has to have Miyagi-Do. I, we think, I mean, I think out of the two, she Had would definitely be, yeah. more towards Miyagi for sure. Yeah, right. Not even um, Eagle Fang either. You, were you familiar with? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Go ahead, General. Were you were you familiar with the source material before you uh, before you got uh, before you auditioned and got cast into the show? Like, how how much did yeah. you know about like the Karate Kid and? So I remember watching the first movie with my family a while ago. I mean, it's just one of those classics. I loved it. My family loves it, especially my parents. Um, And when I got the audition, I remember it coming in and it being like Ralph Macchio YouTube show. And I was like, who's Ralph Macchio? And YouTube (laughs) show? Like, what? (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God, the Karate Kid. That's so cool. They're continuing that story. This is going to be epic. I'd love to to audition for this, and I did. Um, So I was kind of familiar, not on, like, like I knew Ralph Macchio's name. Well, last time we asked you, you watched the first Karate Kid film, and then you also watched the Will Smith uh, version. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you watched two, three, or four yet. Have you got a chance to watch the others? No. Okay. <laughs> well, you can skip. You can skip the next Karate Kid, which is part four. Definitely okay. watch. Definitely watch two for for season three now because yeah, all the season three has yeah. a lot of references to part two of the movie. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I need to. I need to for sure. And then next time when I talk to you guys, we can talk about those more. <laughs> we're gonna well, we're gonna quiz. Too. We're going to quiz you. <laughs> there is a fourth movie with Hilary Swank. Yeah. And she's a megastar now. I mean, it'd be awesome yeah. if she reprised her role because, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, they the showrunners have six seasons planned. I mean, I think that's amazing. They said, the showrunners actually said, like, um, that it's possible that Daniel met um, Hilary Swank's character during Miyagi's funeral. So, so there is there's an avenue to bring her onto the show if they wanted to. So, so Daniel probably um, knows, knows of her from Miyagi's funeral. The, I think that would be amazing. Um, but six seasons, uh, Hannah, what do you think of that? And where would you like to see your arc, your story arc go for Moon? Sure. I mean, it's super exciting. I I love everybody that's involved with the show. So I'm just excited to be able to work with them for even longer. Um, in regards to Moon, 
I don't know. I'm a big I'm a big fan of her and Hawk. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I think they're super cute. I also love Moon and Piper. Um I can see that too. Yeah. I, know. I would love I would love to see maybe more in depth on like Moon's home life and kind of what mm-hmm. makes her who she is. I think that would be interesting to yeah. like Yeah, see her parents and Yeah. Maybe, yeah. See yeah. how she became so like against the karate and why like everybody getting along is so important to her. I thought I think uh, that would be really interesting. Yeah, I'd you know, to see that. Yeah, I thought it was pretty great this season too when like um, you saw Hawk um, do one of one of his fight scenes and he takes off his um, gi, the top part, and you saw like where the moon tattoo was. <laughs> He incorporated like a, a Grim Reaper holding like a sickle where the, the moon was. So it's pretty cool that he like covered that tattoo up. And it's a little details like that that the writers do that really like flesh out these characters a lot more, you know? Because you, you know, he was all hurt over the breakup. He had this right. tattoo now on his chest. And now he made it into like a kind of like a gruesome Grim Reaper um, tattoo. So I, thought that was I mean, cool. that's what he gets for getting his girlfriend tattooed on his chest. Like, right. so, yeah. so soon too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like that part whenever your character was saying, it's like, uh, when when actually when he was pissed off and he's like I got this tattoo for you and you were like that was your choice and I was like yeah. yes yes that was his choice not hers yes, yes. that is amazing well I, we don't know what happened with Piper so season two you 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 date Piper who is a girl and I I'm guessing uh, Moon is bisexual that's my best guess is that the way is that the best way to describe yes Moon? yeah okay. I think she's okay. bisexual I okay. I think- I think Moon really is just one of those sort of people that she just kind of falls in love with the person and it doesn't matter if they're a boy or girl. She just just, whatever oh. makes her happy. Yeah, she loves everybody and, and those are just the people that she's connected with so far. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's there's a fancy term for that general. <laughs> As a, um, it's one of the, <laughs> yeah. just love everybody. Uh, yeah. it's a it's um Pansexual. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it's great this young cast. We say on the show um, all the time that. You said it. Not we, me. I say it. I say <laughs> usually, usually we hate the young people or the new people from any kind of like reboot or continuation of a series because they're always kind of like. They'll show, they'll show the originals for like three seconds and it's all about the new people. But this, mm-hmm. this show has great, you know, pardon the pun, balance. Because you have the people that you love from the original the series, <laughs> and you have all these great new um, characters. And the, and the new characters, I find myself rooting just as hard for as I do, like, Daniel yes. and Johnny and all the original characters. So I think it's a right. real testament to um, you and, and, and the younger cast of um, Cobra Kai, and also the great, great story writing. And I think the acting, too. The acting, like, definitely has to do with it. Like, all the actors, they do such an amazing oh, job yeah. that you forget that they're kids. oh my gosh oh that makes me feel so good guys (laughs) yeah I think that's honestly the best compliment that we can get especially the younger cast um because the show I mean originally it really is for the original fans and us new characters we kind of had a a lot on our shoulders to kind of bring this new world apart from the original Karate Kid and storyline. And, and it's it's so great to hear great feedback that, yeah, people are in love with, of course, the original characters, mm-hmm. but now yep. us kids as well kind of get to be in that world. 
Um, and it's uh, it's just so much fun. I, I, I really love being a part of it. Right. Yeah, and, and you see somebody like Hawk who like started off like getting picked on all the time and you start trying to yeah. start, start figuring out like why he is the way he is now and why he might lash out and be go over the top because of how he was treated, you know, before he was so-called cool or whatever you want to call him. So it's really cool to see all the different characters, like seeing your character develop over the seasons. And um, we, we just love it on this show. Yeah. Um, and I yes. love how you mentioned attention to detail. Like, you have to explain things. Like, they have to explain why, how Yasmin came back because she was away in Europe and why yeah. Aisha left because yes. she was so traumatized by the fight she was sent to a private school. And I believe you said that, right, Moon? You, that was your... Uh, you, you explained yes. what happened, Aisha, and, and that's what I love about uh, Cobra Kai is this, they, they'll remember the little details that, that people want to know about, and uh, I do hope to see Aisha back. I thought Nicole Brown was great. Um, yeah, she's a great actress. I hope they have some. So talented. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, we, didn't, we, we, we saw Yasmin and Kyler come back, so they took a season off, so wondering what, what Aisha has in store when hopefully – she does return. Let's yeah. See. yeah, there's, I mean, no, no stone unturned. I, I think yeah. you can't leave anything out. Like who knows? I can't, can't confirm <laughs> or deny, but yeah, who knows? Now nice. you're, um, most of your scenes are with the younger cast, but have you had any kind of interaction like off camera with any of the, um, the more veterans like uh, Marty Cove or anybody else to give you any kind of like acting tips or to help you out? Yeah, you, you asked that. We asked that the last time, but has that changed? I, yeah. I don't think you actually had it. It's been three years. Yeah. 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 I, I really wish that I could say that it's changed. I mean, I, of course I see them every now and then I just, I think it's harder when we don't have scenes together um to kind of see each other and especially now with covid who knows what that's gonna look like um i did get to talk with um marty a little bit and i'd never talked to him before and i have i was pretty intimidated at first (laughs) (laughs) intimidating what do you have to say he's a little bit of a a scary guy yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we met him before was he really what did he say well, okay, I don't, I mean, I don't remember specifics, but I, I remember, yeah. the, okay, he, although he has this kind of tough exterior, he's, he's a really nice guy, and he kind of gives me kind of like, like, older uncle vibes, like, he just, <laughs> he's, he's great, he's, he's so nice, and of course, like, Billy and Ralph are, are the best, and they, they're always cracking jokes, and they're just really great mentors to all of us kids. That's the way it should be. I love it. And we're, we we actually recently interviewed Jacob Berkshawn, who plays Hawk, and, and Dimitri, uh, Gianni, recently. Yep. And they, they all mentioned how they've become really good friends. Has that been the case uh, with you and the rest of the cast? It seems like that on your Instagram, that you guys have just, <laughs> in, the, in the three seasons you guys have worked together, they've become, like, like some of your closest friends. Yeah, oh, yeah. Definitely. We, we are all very close. Um, and it's kind of sad. I, a lot of the cast lives in California and I live in North Carolina, so I don't get to see them as much. Um, but we all stay in touch. And honestly, it's like, it's that type of friendship where you don't see someone for a very long time. And then the second you see each other, you just pick right back up where you left off. Um, so it's really great. We, we, we all are really close and it's, it's fun. It, it just makes filming all the easier. 
I love it. That's awesome. What can you tell us about season four? When is it starting production? Yeah, tell us all the details. What, what do you know? <laughs> what are you allowed to say? Risk, risk your whole career. Come on, please. <laughs> I'm not allowed to say anything. Right. Okay. <laughs> but have season you read the four, have I read the script? No, I don't know anything. Okay. I don't know anything. Right. Your guess is as good as mine. I have my I have my hopes. We'll see, um, but it is going to be happening very soon, and hopefully we'll get it out as soon as possible. Well, you're going to email us email us a script when you get it, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, of course. course. I'm going to post it on my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so um, if you always ask us, like, has has stuff like changed on you since um, the last few years? Have you seen people that you knew from you know before your fame and stuff mm -hmm. come back now? And like, maybe people, maybe girls. <laughs> You when you were younger, now suddenly they want to be your bestie, or or guys that kind of shot you down. Now they're like, "Hey girl, how you doing?" <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, I never had time for boys in high school, so like that's not a thing. Um, but I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, I have had a few people reach out to me, even like way back from like elementary school, and that's really cool. Um, yeah. I I. I appreciate it more when, when it's just like, oh, I, I like the show and I like what you're doing. Um, it, I think there's a fine line between like wanting to talk about like what I'm doing and just like trying to get in with me because I know people or have a following. Yeah. Or whatever, but, yeah. but it's cool. It's cool to hear from people that I haven't heard from in a while and, and the support is always appreciated. Right. Do up do some of your like uh, other actor friends. I'll try to hit you up. Try to get a role. Like, can you talk to the producers for me? You know, because I, I know. I mean, I'm an actor as well, and and you know, I might have like you know thrown a few hints to some certain friends that had co stars, <laughs> guest stars in certain shows, but. I don't know if that's happened with you with some of your friends trying to get on Cobra Kai. You know, it's funny. I I haven't had any of my personal friends that I know that are actors hit me up. It's the strangers that are just like, hey, Hannah, you're on Cobra Kai. Would you mind talking to the writers about me being on the oh, show? Oh, God. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hard to endorse a stranger, right? <laughs> I appreciate the hustle. You know what? Right, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, when we had you on the show back in 2018, Cobra Kai was your first project. And I think that is amazing as a as a, to to get such a, a great role as one of your first projects. Any advice for actors for them to wow the room like you did? Because obviously you had no prior film and TV experience before Cobra Kai, right? You just sure. wowed the producers. <laughs> Some, you know, what what was your what would you say yeah. is your secret? Or advice you could give? Oh, gosh. Um, I think it's always going to be nerve-wracking, and there's always going to be a lot of pressure. It Honestly, I don't know if auditions ever really get easier. Um, but I think the, the biggest advice, <clears throat> especially with auditions and callbacks in particular, is is find find sort of some sort of method to help you relax as best you can. Um, I think when you're able to relax and be present, it's so much easier to show the work that you've put into your audition and in the character. Um, and I think that was my biggest thing. And I also, like at my callback for Cobra Kai, like there was all these like Disney Channel stars that were auditioning and like all these bigger name people. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing this. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I haven't done anything. I'm this small town girl from North Carolina like 
And so I think with that, I kind of just, if anything, kind of let the pressure go. Cause I'm like, I'm not getting this. So I might as well have fun with it. And I, I got it. So I think it's, yeah. if you're able to just kind of let go of insecurities or any pressure and just relax and, and just have fun. Cause that's what, mm-hmm. you know, if you love it, then. So, so, fun. so that's that your like secret. A- that's your secret for relaxing is to expect failure. Is that what you're saying? No, no. <laughs> Definitely not. Maybe try meditation first or something else. <laughs> I love it. We know that um that you're busy with your work, but is there a special uh, man or maybe woman in Hannah's life? Right oh, now? No. <laughs> no, no, I'm focusing on my career right now. I don't have time for that. Uh, what could somebody other... do to uh, win your heart? Do what? What could somebody do to win your heart if you oh, did have, wow. did have uh, time? Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Um, I, I do enjoy a sense of humor. Um, so if you can make me laugh, which isn't that hard to do, but if you can make me laugh, you've got a little bit of an end. For sure. <laughs> do you like to date other actors or you like you prefer to date guys outside of the industry? Um, I mean, I don't have a whole lot of experience. I've always been very much about, you know, my career is coming first and kind of, of course. Making it on my own first, but I'm I'm definitely not opposed to to dating somebody else um, on the show as, as an actor or part of the crew or just somebody completely not in the industry. I think it's just more about connecting with the person and seeing what happens. All right, yep. awesome, awesome. I actually Any saw your other... oh okay oh. go ahead go down. Oh. Me first okay. I just saw something really cool on your IMDb, uh, a new TV show on Amazon Prime called. Tell me your secrets. Yes. What, yeah. What can you tell us about that? You're playing Allie a character. Phoebe, I was about to ask that. Was that the same question? <laughs> oh, wow. You're, you're yeah. working with Amy Brenneman and Lily Rabe, who Lily, I love. I, I watched uh, American Horror Story and uh, she was great in some of those uh, episodes. Um, what can you, what, yeah. What can you tell us about the show and your role? Yeah. So I, um, I actually filmed this, two years ago maybe I'm in an episode um and I I'm really I can't I don't know how much I can talk about it it, it was gonna be oh. on TNT um right and then Amazon picked it up which was super exciting because I was like what's happening with this show that I got to film and we filmed in New Orleans oh my gosh it was amazing I got to eat all this incredible food um mm-hmm. so much fun um, but it's, it's a bit of a suspense kind of thriller type of deal. It's definitely a show that'll keep you on the edge of your seat. Um, and I can't talk about my character too much without giving stuff away, but there is, there is potential of seeing more of her in, in upcoming season. So we'll see, but yeah, be on the lookout for that. I'm, I'm super excited for it to come out. That is awesome. Any other uh, upcoming projects that, that we might not even know about other than Cobra Kai? Yeah, so I just filmed something in Atlanta. Um, I can't yes. talk about it Another yet. Show. Yeah, that's oh. that's why it's not on your IMDb. <laughs> right. I hope it was Ozark. <laughs> oh my god. Ozark. Wow. I know. Awesome. I, I'm not an, on Ozark, but I do know somebody that just got on Ozark, and I'm so excited for him. So somebody from Cobra Kai. Not somebody from Cobra Kai, okay. actually somebody from my hometown, surprisingly. So awesome. Awesome. good for him. Yes. But yeah, no, yes. I, 
I just filmed something. It's it's kind of spooky, so I'm excited. I'm hoping maybe it'll come out in October. Can we um, ask? Can we ask if it's an established property or something that's new? It's it's a third season of a show. So okay. it's, it's established. It's, it's had past seasons. Um and yeah, I'm really. It's in Atlanta. Hopefully, I can announce more about it in in the near future. Yes. Well, that's still. I hope it's Stranger Things. Oh, that'd <laughs> be great on that. Well, that would be nice. Yeah, that'd be awesome seeing you on that. Yeah, but they've already finished three season seasons. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> it can't be that. Yeah, okay, okay, it would have been season four. But no, we could, we could play the guessing game all the time. <laughs> right. We just found that Hannah's doing big things. And that's oh, the key. Are you still yeah. are you still pounding the pavement, going to a lot of auditions, or has COVID really changed that? Well, um, I think I'm actually super fortunate that since I have grown up in a small town and we're kind of limited to what we get out here, I've <clears throat> self-tapes and now basically everything is a self-tape so I've yeah. been super used to that mm. for a while and I have a great setup out here um and so I felt super confident um so it hasn't been too bad for me in regards to when I get an audition but that's kind of the thing is like getting auditions I feel like recently it's it's picked up which has been really nice but yeah there there was a long while when nothing was going on and Absolutely. I think we're kind of getting back into it <laughs> You probably submitted to the Fin Cannons, perhaps. That they're big in uh, the North Carolina region. Have you heard of them? Maybe I don't know if I've heard of them in North Ca Carolina. Agency, okay. Maybe maybe agency submits on your behalf. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they, I know they cast a lot of the big stuff like Ozark, Stranger Things, and things oh like that. Oh my gosh! So, well, probably yeah. then. That's amazing. I yeah. Walking I'll have to look Dead, my Dead as well. Yeah. Oh, that that could be the show you're on a third season of. Walking Fear Dead. The, Fear the Walking Dead. Oh no, no, that's not in Atlanta. Never mind. She'd yeah, need a time machine to go back to like what to <laughs> 2013, the third well, season. Well, yeah, okay. No, no, for Fear the Walking Dead, he was Fear, saying. Fear oh, the, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. She'll she'll tell us when she can, of course. Yeah, we'll 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 think of it like after we hang out with her, we'll be like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that on your Instagram that you're a fan of Florence Pugh. Oh my gosh. I love her. I love her. She's amazing. Is someone you yes. met or? No. Oh my gosh. Yeah. If I, she's probably like, I'm not, I've never been like the obsessive type, like having posters of people in my room or anything, but yeah, I think if I met her, I would, I would freak out. I think you're, she would be a fan girl. Yes, for sure. She's just, she's such a, she seems like such a cool person and I love her work. And yeah. Fighting yeah. with my family. That's where I, I, I fell in love with her. Yes, I love that movie. Oh yeah, she was great. She played Paige in that. She was great. I can't wait to see um, Black Widow. I mean, I know she's, yeah. she's, she's, uh, she's got a big role in that, but uh, that's awesome. So who else do you want to work with? I guess Florence is one of them, but who would you absolutely love to work with whether it be a director an actor um and you know, obviously cobra kai is number one but obviously <laughs> yeah. other, other people that you could work with of course yeah florence Pugh's is definitely number one um i guess kind of she she was also in a film with florence Pugh. her name is saoirse ronan love oh, saoirse yeah ronan. 
Yeah, yeah I, she's fantastic. I, gosh, yeah. I've admired her work forever. Um, ever since she was in oh, what was that movie? Lady Bird. Lovely, Lovely Bones, Lady Bird, oh, Brooklyn. Oh, atonement is that what it is? Uh, oh, Atonement. Yes, that was another one. Yeah. Atonement. It's the one she got nominated when she was super young, and I was yeah, like, that's that's God. Cool. Yes. Talent and this little body, like I don't know how. So she's she's just incredible. Um, I little women. I was just kind of in awe of all of the performances in that. I thought they were all amazing. Um, so probably honestly, anybody and Greta Gerwig. Like I would love to work with Greta Gerwig. I I love her films, and I I think Lady Bird. Lady Bird was great, yeah. Lady Bird, oh my god. Sersha and 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 Greta could do a sequel with you and Sersha. <laughs> that would be the perfect movie, right? right? Oh. Exactly. I would, there you go. I would Lady love Bird, Lady Bird 2. Lady Bird 2. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> so I could Oh, I'm sorry. General, I have please. been interrupting people. No, no, no. Long, so <laughs> no. It's, uh... That's your superpower. Yes, it is. <laughs> um <laughs> So Hannah, um, this is a, a if you weren't if you weren't going to be an actor, what do you think you'd be doing right now to get like appearing into your personality? Oh God, um, I think I I've always loved the entertainment industry. Um, it started out with musical theater, and then it kind of progressed to film. Um, so if I wasn't being an actor and performing, whether that be on the stage or in front of the camera, I feel like I would do something behind the scenes. I, and I, I might even still like, I, whether that be directing or screenwriting, mm-hmm. um, I thought casting would be really fun. Like being able to, that's good fun. I've actually done yeah. some of that. Yeah. See, like yeah. I, I think that would be really fun and to, to be a part of, uh, starting people's careers and things. Um, I'm also really passionate um, about social issues and um, thought about starting a nonprofit, um, working with different organizations. So maybe something in that kind of field Okay. that I still would, would love to do. So what social issues are important to you? I mean, racial equality, women's rights, um, people with disabilities. There's just so many, the environment. It's like we've got so many issues. So I think I really want to figure out what I specifically really want to. So you're kind of like your character of Moon then. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I post something about something I'm passionate, they're like, oh, wow, she really is like Moon. And so I. (laughs) Have you thought of getting a Moon tattoo? No. No. (laughs) You have? Back when I, back in probably close to 2018, when I was about to turn 18, I thought about getting like a crescent moon tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. And maybe I will someday. I don't know. Oh, is well. there, um, is there like a movie franchise that you'd love to be a part of? Like, uh, uh maybe like a Marvel or Star Wars or, or certain type of movies that if you weren't working on Cobra Kai that you would love Kissing to be a part booth. of? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I was a huge fan of the Hunger Games. Okay. And they filmed like right near me here in North Carolina for some of it for District 12. And I heard that they're doing something based off the prequel book that she released. So I would love to be part of that franchise. Um, Awesome. And I've kind of, I've kind of talked about 
how I would love to kind of go back to my musical theater roots and I'd love to do a movie musical at some point. Okay, um, wow. that's awesome. I think that would just be so much fun. So, because you're also a singer, yes? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love to sing as characters. I, okay. I don't think I would ever be a performer, like stand on a stage and perform a song as me. Okay. Um, I do, I do enjoy singing. I loved musical theater my it whole could be life. Great, like in a Disney movie, like a prince, a Disney princess. Oh, that singer. would be <laughs> that would be the dream. Awesome. And what about guitar? Because I thought I, uh, your your character played guitar, but that was all for acting. Or yeah, was... so they, I, I totally, that's the thing, is if they told me weeks in advance, I would have, like, learned how to play guitar perfectly for yeah. movies, but they told me two days in advance, and <laughs> it made it seem like, oh, like, God. they scared the crap out of me, like, they made me think I was going to have to, like, learn a full-on song for this episode, and I was freaking right. out, and then, like, the next day, they were like, oh, no, we'll, we'll put something over it, and I was like, okay, good. <laughs> that's not actually me playing the guitar but i would love to learn it's it's always been kind of hard for me like getting the right fingering i feel like it's just muscle memory with practice <laughs> i i feel your pain i've been trying to learn guitar for a long long time really? so yeah, yeah. I got I've got a ukulele. I figured I'd start with that and <laughs> that could be a lot easier. Well, yeah, I, I hope to see you playing that. Yes, I can see. <laughs> <laughs> Under the moonlight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. What are you gonna do when the pandemic's finally over? Like um, you know, travel, go see a concert. Like what do you what do you have planned? Oh my gosh. I mean, first of all, I'm gonna hug everyone I know. Yes. Um, <laughs> I know hugging people. That's um, such a moon answer. The, the, the BTV, BTV guys right here, hug all them too. <laughs> oh, I swear, I'm my own person. Um, oh my gosh, definitely travel. I got my passport. World, yeah. Yeah, I got my passport right before COVID, and oh. I was I was gonna go to oh. Paris, and then COVID happened, and I was like, oh. oh. So definitely travel. Also, yeah, concerts. I miss concerts Don't so you miss much. Those festivals. Yes. yes. Oh yes. my gosh. I would go to this one in Atlanta called Music Midtown. It was so much fun. And I've I was, heard of that one, yeah. Oh my gosh, so much fun. And yeah, I I mean, I feel like outdoor concerts will definitely be the first to happen. Mm. And those are so fun anyways, but right. yeah, I miss that environment. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Awesome. What? I think late 2021, that's my prediction that all that stuff will be back. So, yeah, I think fingers so. crossed. Fingers crossed. Yes. And we cannot wait for the return of Cobra Kai, now season four. Oh, we're ready. Uh, ready. Yeah. We're so okay. ready for it. Hannah Keppel, we appreciate you calling to BTB. This is the second time, uh, but the BTB virtual at home edition, which you're joining us here tonight. Yeah. And if you could, for all time's sake, let us know who you are, your character on Cobra Kai, and you're on Below the Belt, and then maybe a moon catchphrase or something at the end. Whatever. Okay. All right. I'm Hannah Keppel, and I play Moon on Cobra Kai, and this is Below the Belt Show. And guys, can't we all just get along? Yes. <laughs> that's great. Great. That's just a good on. message for 2021, yeah. actually. That's mm -hmm. great. Yeah. Exactly. Let's do, a screenshot. Let's do a screenshot together um, before we leave on the count of three. Photo Everybody. op. Okay, here we yep. go. On the count of three. One, two, three. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Nobody's, nobody's eyes are closed on that one? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, Hannah, thank right, you Hannah, so thank much. Thank you so much. 
Amazing oh, job, Cobra Kai. Our and third we Cobra see Kai. Come back in season four and kick some ass. And our, yes. and our third Cobra Kai interview this week, and this is one of the best ones. Oh it, my gosh. You guys are all great. Thank, Thank you, guys. Thank you so Thank much. You. And hopefully I'll talk to you again in the future. Yes. Definitely, definitely. Let's hope. Thank you. Yay, that, of course. Thank you to your PR, Cassandra. She's awesome. Oh, I love her. I'm obsessed with her. Well, you guys, thank you so much. Have a great rest of your night. Thank you so much. Have a happy rest of your 2021. Awesome. Yay. Absolutely. All right, guys. Bye. All right, so that was Hannah Keppel, guys. She's 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 adorable. She is like, you know, so much optimism and positivity. Like, how can you? It's like infectious. That's exactly how her character is, actually, mm-hmm. in uh, yeah, in in that show. So you know, that's a very interesting. Uh, yeah, they thing definitely there. like took their time to cast um, Cobra Kai you know, with yeah. their own young cast because they've picked all great actors. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, they definitely. Did. They must. If Anna can get through uh, two and a half seasons in <laughs> two days, in three that's days, cool. two to three yeah. days, that's pretty amazing. That's pretty so, amazing. So, so Anna, did you like? do anything else at all over the past like two days like did you eat well or monday, get up monday out was of a holiday so yeah i'm okay spent, yeah like, the most of the day just watching that i actually uh-huh. watched it with my mom i actually watched it with my mom oh, so. oh really that's great was she, was, she a cobra, was she a karate kid fan your mom well not so much her but my dad so okay. like we grew up with like you know bruce lee and you know mm-hmm. watching awesome. martial arts Yes. Donnie Yen and you know everybody else. So. Chuck Norris. <laughs> yeah, I love Donnie cool. Yen. Um, of course, one of my favorite icons uh, is The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. And on Peacock, you know, he's got the Young um, Rock show coming out. That looks pretty funny from the trailer I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does look pretty good. So it's, it's based the on Rock's, real life. It's Rock's true life story, and that's actually going to be an NBC, not Peacock, on February sixteenth. And but the show on Pico, you do love Chachi. I mean, that's sarcastic. He's saved by the bell. Yes, yes. That was the, renewed. Opposite, the opposite of um, Cover Kai. Of Cover Kai. Yeah, the complete opposite. That's renewed for 10 more episodes. Well, isn't oh, that, my, aren't they my, my. following the same formula where they're like kind of um, uh, continuing no. the story? If you like the, if you like the woke shoved down your throat. Oh, well, I know, I know how big of a fan Chachi is of that. And, uh, you know, like, I mean, it, it's another thing where, like, Say by the Bell had a certain time and place. And if you go mm-hmm. back and watch Say by the Bell now, it's horrible. You know, you, you got to really be a fan. I got to tell you, it wasn't that great back then either. That's what I'm but saying. People I'm saying, loved it. I'm saying, but it had its time and place, though. So if you watch yeah. it now, it doesn't hold up. I mean, you can watch, like, for me, I can go watch The Golden Girls now, and it still holds up. Cause it's oh, still yeah. Okay. Funny gotcha. humor. Like, um, Say by the Bell was a certain kind of humor where that only really worked in the early 90s. When now, you're a certain age, too. A certain I age, think. too. But now, so trying to bring that back now in 2020 and yeah. trying to have <laughs> the same corny humor, uh, for me, it doesn't work. It, it's, it's, so it's, is it? Yeah. So so it's still, like, geared towards, like, immature, like, 13-year-olds and 12, 13-year-olds. It's, it's, it's like, yeah, it's like a lot of dad jokes think, and juvenile humor. Yeah, but oh, I like dad jokes. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's... But Cobra Kai works because like it it's it it's still people who like the original will still like Cobra Kai, but people who like the original Saved by the Bell won't like this show. Right. So, well, so Cobra I Kai. I don't know who they're yeah. trying to appeal to. I'm not sure what audience they're trying to appeal to. 
Well, Cobra Kai works because they actually add some depth and complexity to all the characters. And they, they do, don't, yes. They don't make yep. any character, like, you know, especially, I, mean, I haven't seen all of season three yet, but I see that they're really trying to humanize Crease a lot, which I right. was surprised about. But it's, um, and that's They did why, a good job with those flashbacks to humanize Crease. Yeah. And, no it's also, like, and also trying, trying to build up bringing back um, Terry Silver, which was the main... Um, the main villain from part three. Yep. Terry Silver. Who is that? Terry Silver. Know. Terry Silver was a guy with a black ponytail who. Oh, uh, with the slick back hair. Yeah. Who who Kreese brought in. It was Kreese's army buddy. And he okay. brought him in to like, because at that point, um, since Daniel won um, the All Valley Tournament, um, Cobra Kai, um, the dojo started like going bankrupt. So um, Kreese called in a favor to his buddy, his, his old war, war buddy, who owed him one, to come in there and try to basically destroy Daniel and try to turn him away from Mr. Miyagi and stuff like that. So part three, I thought was like the most dark of the Karate Kid um, trilogy. Yeah. That's, that's funny. I don't think I've ever seen it. I, I should probably go see that. Well, before season four. <clears throat> no doubt. Um, also on Peacock is a new show by the creators of You, um, which I know you're a fan of uh, Netflix. You mean Church. my parents? Yes. Yes, oh You. Parents. Uh, the creators of you, yes, that's very funny. Yeah, you can <laughs> Come on, Sarah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah it's Greg Berlanti. Dad joke. Ber- Berlanti actually created a lot of the CW shows, but yeah, he, he I didn't know, but he's I'm, also I'm one of the creators. The CW shows, remember? I'm on. Yeah. I'm like eight or nine years behind. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. So there's a Dungeons and Dungeons and Dragons TV show being developed. I know you're excited about that, General. Uh, John <laughs> Wick writer, nobody else. <laughs> Derek Kolstad. You gotta admit, um, Stranger Things probably brought Dungeons and Dragons back to popularity. I think so. Yeah. But um, oh, interesting news. Um, so Brie Larson, Captain Marvel herself, may have alluded to that she may be lesbian or possibly gay. So um, the hell, you, the hell you say? Well, she hasn't officially come out yet. But there was a video uploaded on January 14th where Brie filmed herself uh, passing a time with internet quizzes. And one of the quiz questions reads, you're 10 years old. How do you spend an hour of recess? She said, she said, searching WikiHow on the library computer for how do you know if you're gay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was previously <clears throat> engaged to Alex Greenwald, who was a, um, a musician, but they broke it off um, in 2019. And she does refuse to answer personal questions um, about her, her personal life. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. you could, there's, there's, you know, she she can be kind of a, and there's a lot of ambiguity to her. Yeah. Like she has like a... Yeah. Uh, I mean, she's still really. I mean, I I find her really attractive, but she I could see. Um... Did you know that boy George was gay? <laughs> did, did you know that? Like, that's, that's that's why we have these. Uh, I want to the shock you twice in one evening. These exclusive. These exclusive <laughs> so no surprise. That would be no surprise to you if. No surprise um, to me at least. If if Brie, Brie came out, I mean, I mean, I thought the whole. Well, um, like, were you were you surprised about um, Elliot Page? Elliot no, Page. No. Sho- no, I was shocked about the transgender. I just thought she was just going to be gay. Yeah, maybe from that. Yeah. Yeah. The transgender, okay. I was actually a little surprised. So, again, really curious to see. <laughs> not, about her, not about her being um, lesbian. 
Yeah, they actually just changed the title, um, the credits on. I, I started watching season two of uh, Umbrella um, Academy. Yeah, because I that was another one I wanted to catch up on. I watched the first episode of season two and I saw that they already changed her credits to Elliot Page. Yeah, um, yeah, they changed that. It changes that weekend actually. Oh yeah, that weekend. It was yeah. Announced, yeah. Wow, Netflix is not wasting any time. No time. Um, so I mentioned Danny Masterson earlier about, you know, erasing this, that 70s show, you know, with the right, scenes, right. but his attorney actually just entered a not guilty plea, which is no surprise, um, due to his accusations. He has three accusations of rape okay. from tw- 2001 to 2003. So these are very severe allegations and, be- and because it's multiple people, that's why the statutes of limitations does not come into play. Because of the, um, you know, it's not a one-strike offense. It's more than one. So, yeah, we, we will have to find out. I mean, I've met Danny. He's a nice guy. I mean, if these are true, it's it's really, you know, it, it, yeah. it's Especially, I mean, well, some how of does, the implications how's the rapist, there. How's the rapist act? Yeah, I mean, like, well, I'm just saying because because yeah. he's always very genuine and nice when I saw him. Right, I, right. I, I was at his restaurant Geisha House in L.A. and uh, okay. oh, yeah, yeah I came yeah I came up to say say hi to him and you know um always oh, totally cool took time to talk to me and stuff like that and, and just you know uh-huh. I thought that was really, yeah yeah um we mentioned say by the bell era earlier Dustin when we mentioned Dustin Diamond last week we didn't know what the ailment was but now it's revealed stage four cancer that's horrible uh, oh god. Yeah, he's currently undergoing treatment at an undisclosed Florida hospital. Mm. So, Dustin um, Diamond's led a pretty hard life since he's Saved by the Bell. Yeah, he wasn't even asked to come back to the uh, yeah for the sequel. But they've announced they've announced what kind of cancer have they? Um, let's see. That's, that's uh, Brad. They didn't know yet. So you well, think. the medical problems began with a huge lump on his throat. Oh God. So. Could be some kind of throat cancer, perhaps. Cancer uh, is definitely praying for uh, um, full recovery for Dustin. Diamond. Yes, yes. Well, and stage course, four doesn't exactly bode well, <laughs> but people have people have survived stage four. Um, you know, so um, let's just hope. But Dr. Dre, he's doing okay. Um, good, good. That actually rhymed, but uh, uh, he uh, went back home after being treated at an LA. I think he rhymes with Dre. Yeah. After brain aneurysm, um, and uh, he was getting excellent care from his medical team, he suffered the brain brain aneurysm the day before and, re- and was, is recovering at the medical center. So, that yeah, is that good. was that was a shocker when I uh, saw the news of that because that that happened the same day as the uh, the Capitol riots, right on September fifth. September, I mean January. Uh, yeah, January sixth. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that time right there. Um, that's all I have for Hollywood, but um, I'm sad that the Ravens are out of the playoffs. <clears throat> yeah, it's my hat. Um, yeah. yeah. Depressing. But the Bills who defeated us will now go against the Chiefs. Um, for the, AFC about the Bills, Bills fans. I mean, you, you seen how all the, all these Bills fans got together and um, donated money for a charity um, for Lamar Jackson. Yeah. After the game. Yeah, that was that was a class act. That's that a very was... very classy move from the Bills yeah. fans. Um, yeah, I think I, I think they like raised like two hundred thousand or something crazy. So like I mean you, you know if it would have been like um, Philly or something they probably would have just like 
threw batteries at him or something, but like, <laughs> but the yeah. Bills fans were just super nice and actually raised money for his charity, which I thought, how often do you which see is, that? Which actually begs the question, how much of Ravens fans given to that charity? <laughs> right. I bet, you, I bet you not as much. I mean, yeah. I, I, was, uh, I was pretty impressed. I mean, that's a great, that's a very great winners. Yeah. So the Chiefs are hosting the Bills. The Chiefs, I know that uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, had to be um, checked on for a possible um, concussion. So I think he's going to be okay for this championship game. Have you heard anything, Jenner, on that? Um, I think he, yeah, I think he is going to be playing. Okay, this. good. Although I don't know who I'm cheering on for, for that uh, um, game, but I'm more interested in the NFC championship. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, two of the greatest quarterbacks of yeah, all time. Yeah, they they you both know? have Super Bowl rings. You should yeah. probably. I, I I think I'm gonna I'm gonna be for the Bills. Like to. Okay. I know they won't make it, but well, the it's Bills. A, Bills versus who would you like <clears> to see? Would you like to see Tampa Bay or would you like to see the Green Bay? Uh, Green Bay Packers in the uh, in the Super Bowl. I think I I think I'd like to see Bills Packers. There's like this kind of like historic feeling to that, and I don't know why because the Bills really only had history in the '90s. But um, there's something that just feels right about the Bills versus the Packers. It feels like old school football. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to see if that that becomes the case. I mean, I think Brady really <clears throat> wants it. <laughs> he wants another ring, but. Uh, under the the Tampa Bay Bucks instead, but uh, and I'm speak- also I'm all for humiliating Patriots fans as much as possible. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and Brady and Brady winning that would work for that too. Absolutely. Speaking of Tampa, uh, WrestleMania 37 will be in Tampa Bay, Florida, same uh, home as the Super Bowl. So they actually shifted um, the date from March 28th to a two day event, <clears throat> April 10th or 11th. Still to be determined whether they can have fans, but I'm pretty certain they can work something out that WrestleMania will have fans this year. Because as you know, last year Rest- reduced capacity though. Yes, just like yeah. you know they just like the game, uh, the Tampa Bay uh, when they played at Tampa Bay, um, and uh, the reduced capacity, uh, so they can also do the um, Hall of Fame um, probably at the same venue. They haven't officially announced whether. Um, you know, fans will be available, uh, would be um, allowed. But uh, yeah, they've already announced WrestleMania uh, 37 uh, in Tampa. They've also uh, announced that Dallas will be home to WrestleMania 38 next year. And then LA at the SoFi Stadium will be home for WrestleMania 39 in 2023. So they're already thinking ahead. WWE. So um, yeah. Um, of course, uh, the Royal Rumble takes place on um, January 31st. So looking forward to that. Um, of course, uh, we have some uh, rest in peace shout outs. Um, uh, Siegfried Fischbacher, he is uh, one half of Siegfried and Roy, uh, captivated Las Vegas audiences with performance with the big cats. Uh, his partner, um, Roy, died of COVID 19 back in May. And Chachi, you actually met Siegfried and Roy, didn't you? Were they were they were they partners in the sense that they were just entertainment partners, or were they I actually think they were like... romantic? I think I'm pretty sure. But um, a, yeah, yeah. But um, Siegfried Siegfried was a uh, very classy guy. Um, actually met him like I don't know, maybe might have been like three years back, 
And there's a, an exhibit in Vegas called Siegfried and Roy's Secret Garden, where you can go there. You actually can see the um, big cats and different animals, kind of like a, kind of like a mini zoo in Vegas. And and Siegfried would show up there like on most days um, around around like two or three in the afternoon, and just check on his animals and see how they're doing, and and talk to fans and walk around and stuff like that. So like it's what he liked to do, I guess, in his retirement. And um, he talked to us for a while, and just a really super nice guy. So it's sad. I mean, I I can only assume that, you know, with the death of his partner and that, you know, it, it wouldn't have been much um, longer for him, which is how it, it works out a lot of times. But um, definitely rest in peace. Really, really generally nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other half of Six Feet and Royd. Joanne Rogers, the widow of Fred Rogers, had passed away at the age of 92. Which is very sad. And Fred Rogers died in, I think, uh, I think 2001. I think 2003 due to Three. stomach cancer yeah, at the age and of 74. They were together even when he died at, for like 50 years. Those two were together. So I'm surprised she lasted that long after uh, Fred passed away. But she actually had a cameo in the um, recent Mr. Rogers movie where she played one of the um, diner um, patrons. And they That's actually had awesome. a bunch of... Get a bunch of like like Mr. McFeely and a bunch of different um, original um, Mr. Roger neighborhood um, actors was in that scene, you know, with um, with her. So that was pretty cool to see. That's really cool. Also lost Peter Mark Richmond, an actor who appeared on Beverly Hills Nine and Dynasty. Um, Don't Phil Spector. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really familiar with him either. Uh, Phil Spector, uh, the revolutionary music producer who was convicting convicted of murder. Yeah. Died at the age of 81. Yeah, he, he was he, he was an insanely insanely brilliant man, but he was also a super troubled guy. I mean, right, like, right. yeah, there's a there's a story about how uh, he he produced one of the Ramones albums, uh, yeah. the one with "Do You Remember Rock and Roll Radio?" that song, and uh, they said on like three separate occasions. He pulled a gun on the band wow. <laughs> and like, uh, so while there, they were doing there's that. There's no doubt that that he actually killed um, Lana Clarkson in 2000. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. Okay. Which he maintains it was an accidental suicide still, even though he's mm-hmm. pointed guns at other people. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was, mar- I, he was married to Ronnie Spector, um, who uh, you might know from the Eddie Money song um, "Take Me Home mm-hmm. Tonight." Right. Okay. Or but they had split. They split, split. obviously. But she kept her last name, uh, Spectre. Got it. Also from Survivor on CBS, Cassandra and Jacuz. Uh, she was a contestant. Died at the age of 40 um, due to cancer. She was battling cancer for a few years. So um, she was in uh, Survivor Palau. Um, so condolences go out to friends and uh, family of uh, and Survivor fans of um, of Cassandra. And um, just on the 17th, Betty White turned 99. Um, okay, it, don't say her name with the deaths. I mean, get, yeah, you gotta bring it up. Bring it up more I, than that. Me, yeah, you were about to freak me out. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know. Oh my god. I was about to have a panic so, attack. That was like bad timing. You're right, because I was going to go into birthdays, but celebrity birthdays. <laughs> I, I should have prefaced it with what I usually say: with death, we we celebrate life, and those yeah. that have turned another yeah, year. Yeah, you should have. Betty okay. White. Anyway's a national treasure. Let me tell you, like, um, like on her birthday, I watched a couple episodes of The Golden Girls, and like I said, like that show still holds up even in 2021. Yeah, and that's the show that holds up. Yeah. The episode I watched, she was only 65 in that episode, and that was like, 
you know, that was back in the um, like mid eighties. So it's, it's yeah. amazing that that she looks as great as she does at ninety nine. Like she looks pretty much. Have you ever have you ever seen working. pictures of a She's young Betty Betty White? She was hot, right? Yeah, she was. Yeah, smoking she was hot. Really hot. Yeah, was it you who posted that picture? Someone posted a picture of her. I posted it's one. Um, it's it, I posted one last year. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Yeah, she's really hot. But just, a, I mean, yeah. I, I figure someone like her, I figure like I could sit down and just talk to her all day. Like, I mean, can you imagine the stories that she has from her career, and to be mm-hmm. 99 and like still and still works. This is incredible. It is incredible. I, I wish her all the health and way past 100. Oh my next god. Yeah. Yes. We can only yeah. hope. Like she's just yeah. a wonderful woman. But yes, celebrity birthdays. Yes, other yeah. celebrity birthdays include uh, David Lynch, director of David Lynch is 75. Um, Bill Maher, 65 today. Um, Lorenzo Lama, 63. Uh, James Denton is 58. Rain Wilson of The Office, 55. Stacy Dash from Clueless, 54. Wow, she's 54. Damn. Hmm. Rena Wilson from Michael Molly's 52. Skeet Ulrich is 51. Uh, Questlove from The Roots is 50. And Evan Peters is 34. Happy birthday, Evan. Uh, from American Horror Story. Yep, And American Horror Story. And American and Horror Quick, Story. And American and Horror Quicksilver. Story. Quicksilver. He was Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Yes. And the upcoming yes. HBO Mayor of Easttown, which I worked on. I didn't work with him, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I work with Kate. <laughs> Kate Winslet. <laughs> <laughs> the Titanic prequel show. No, I'm just joking. I don't know. <laughs> Guys, that was an incredible show from top to bottom. With thank yeah. you, the iceberg. Yes, yes, the iceberg. <laughs> it's called the iceberg. But to thank, of course, our panel, the one and the only, the king of the '80s, Chachi McFly. Let me tell you, after last week, I'm barely making it through one interview um, because of COVID. I feel a thousand times better today, and it, it was just a pleasure to do the show with you I'm guys. Glad, I'm glad you're alive and well. Thank you yeah. so much. I'm, I'm glad, glad you're alive and well. And, and <laughs> um, but you uh, ha- still the 100% smell and taste not just not yet there yet though. Still working on that. No, smell. I always have the taste. The smell is like pretty close to 100%. You, you haven't spicy, had spicy have food. You, have spicy you had food. any? Have you noticed anything where like things smell differently than the way you remember them smelling before? No, I've heard about people doing that. No, but I have I have an air freshener that um, um, was pretty new when uh, right before I got COVID, and there was a time where I could stick my nose up to it and smell nothing. Okay. But now I can walk by there in the hallway and I smell it now. So it's 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 pretty crazy to smell something like that. You know, it's pretty powerful and you can't smell it at all. Right. So, but that, yeah. that only lasted like a few days. I've I, I read I've read of some people who after they recover from COVID suddenly like something that they used to love how it smelled suddenly smells like vomit to them and they can't stand it and uh that's like one of the weird after effects that some people have been getting nothing fucked up like that so yeah so a lot of (laughs) a a few of btb had uh gotten uh covid so that's interesting um but nonetheless covid free is mike the general zod yeah thanks for coming back on btv always not not comic book free though (laughs) <laughs> the man with a calming presence. Always good to have always you. Always here, guy. always here to drop some knowledge. And yes, he, um, yes. I'm, I'm always impressed. Like my, my God, it's like <laughs> we'll joke about you when you're out on the show. We're like, oh, we, we wish General was here. He would know all he would about know this. know about this obscure yeah. comic book from <laughs> IDW. <laughs> you know about all that shit. Yeah. 
Um, so, thank so, you so much. Came handy. <laughs> and thank you so much, Anna B. Yeah. Always great having her back. My pleasure. Yes. <laughs> cosplayer extraordinaire. Always More so cosplay. miserable. More cosplay next Never time. Um, I did it here. Uh, more, more cosplay next time, please. Yeah. Oh, yes. And yes. Po- possibly, maybe, hopefully, conventions in the near future. Yes! That'd be great. That'd be it's wonderful. all coming back in late 2021, guys. Late 2021. Right? We need 70% of the, uh, of the population. Back. It's coming back, baby. It's coming back. 70% of the population needs to be vaccinated. And then we're home free. Yeah. yeah. Good luck with all that. Because people are still bitching about getting um, you know, polio vaccines and shit. Yeah. So. So why measles came back. The, uh, vaccine. But, but hopefully people do. And um, the classic cut uh, will go to um, another cut. birthday celebrant. I'm oh, sorry, the closing cut yeah. as we close tonight's show. Yeah, don't steal my cut. Well, it's. <laughs> I mean, it's a cut, and it's it's an older song, so whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the old. The um, old. I, I thought I thought um, a hit from this artist because. Um, it's his birthday today. Edwin McCain is 51. Um, and I figured, why not his hit song, I'll Be, uh, right. to uh, close out um, uh, the second show of 2021. Happy birthday, Edwin McCain. And, uh, yeah, and uh, it was one of his most popular songs. And uh, I'll Be. There you go. So, closing out tonight's show, All I'll right. Be, Ed McCain. And we'll see you guys next week for another exciting episode of B2B. Until then, peace. It has been a ill show tonight and I think we have all learned some valuable lessons. This is your bot for the bad boys of Baltimore saying. Until next time, keep chilling. Like a villain. Bye, goodbye, 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 goodbye.